Long past the hour for quitting labor, amid the smoke-filled haze of the south gate, the after-lodge crew continues to linger in the rubbish of the temple, under the watchful eyes of right-worshipful Grand Censor Bob. Not recognized nor endorsed by any grand or subordinate lodge of regular masons, irregular masons, co-masons, Canadian masons, or internet wannabe masons, they banter on as always. Puffing cigars, drinking stale coffee, making terrible jokes, studying agency law, spreading the intemperance and excesses of digital masonry, and generally disappointing all seven of their podcast subscribers. Do yourself a favor and stop listening now. Only trolls and masochists dare to eavesdrop upon this after-lodge banter. Welcome to After Lives, episode one, one, three. Coming to you this week, actually on Sunday morning like we're supposed to, on a beautiful, beautiful Sunday morning in the foothills of a state near you. Foothills. Or not near you. And the foothills of Pikey Mountain. Joined this week by Harlan. Since the whole world is the foothills of Pikey Mountain. It is, isn't I mean, it? Really? Uh, it's just areas I haven't conquered yet. Also... Just keep cranking out those babies, you'll get there. Hurtful. Hurtful and uncalled for. Also joined this week by Worshipless Producer... First. Gentlemen. What is up? Scotty the Block from his return to try to redeem himself from his appearance on the last show where we almost stoned him. Hmm. Uh, I have nothing oh, we're to redeem. Him B-Rad we now. had him some... Uh, he doesn't look like he feels bad about anything. We had some conversation show. with some soap and some socks, and we think he's going to be changing his tune today. We're going to chipping off the rough corners of yeah. stone to better suit the After Lodge podcast. That's mm. true. Brother Cubed is over there playing on his phone, Candy Crush. He's one of Tony's friends. What's up, B3? Jazz, a.k.a. Notes, girls back there taking some notes. Can't you read the sign? No looking at your phone during lunch. No, that sign I put on the door, it says no girls allowed. Mm. Mm. Oh. She might be transgender. I don't, know. I don't know. I put it up there for my wife, so I don't really care, but I just, I was curious. I think it was because the R in the sign is backwards, so she thinks it was oh. written by like a seven-year-old. Yeah. So well, didn't really pay attention. If to it, it makes you feel I better. mean, I took that sign from, from my home office. And I probably made it when I was seven, so yeah. Of course he had a home office when he was seven. <laughs> Here's the other thing is, if it makes you feel like I'm pretty sure she could beat you up. Yeah, well. She's she's kind of a tomboy. I, think, I ain't even mad. I think she could take all of us, actually. I mean, I I've, I may or may not have, have paid other women good money to do that very thing. So. That is an expensive fetish, sir. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> Moving on, uh, we have some new listeners most likely this week, so let's not talk about Harlan's extreme <laughs> fetishes and cheeseburger fascinations. Yet. 
Yeah, so the cheeseburgers so, are my so, purview. So what the hell happened? You let you let Amy loose on the Facebook page. I did, man. What? The next thing I know, Here's, like everything's blowing up. Okay. Like I'm gone here, running around with the purple people eaters. Oh, I know. And there's madness oh, happening back home. Oh, I know. See, like. Here's the thing about After Lodge. After Lodge is the number one podcast of a Masonic nature. According to a recent survey done by me, and it surveyed the people in this room, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the number one Masonic podcast. We have decent listeners, and, and we stay under the radar. Not a lot of people like us on Facebook, because After Lodge is one of those like things you do sheet, under the yeah. covers yeah. with it pulled over your head, making the little cover tent. With your like you the glow coming off of your iPhone, we're, we're the podcast equivalent giggling. of smoking pot. <laughs> like not everybody's wants to plaster that on their Facebook, but they're all doing it. They just, like like they people have like yeah. code words like for each other to find out if they're an After Lodge listener. And they're like, hey, um, so I was watching a program on George W. Washington. I'm, oh, that's crazy. I mean, George Washington the other yeah. day. Just to find out of something, and then they can talk about it in hush tones Pancake only. Pancake flipping Martinist is one that I get approached That's another with by dog whistle. strangers. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So just be careful is all I'm telling you, because we're not the Masonic Roundtable, and uh, you will probably look down on for listening to this show if you don't do it under the covers by yourself. Just don't tell anybody. Yeah. And if you hate this show... Do it within the confines of your own home. If you, you hate this show, tell everyone why you hate the show in your social circle. Yeah. We got like a Donald Trump effect it, going on where it's like the more people we piss off... I was going to say, tell us too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tell everyone. Like, like, we got a phone number. You can find yeah. it on the website. You can go to our Facebook oh. page. Just tell us. Love it when we people would be more than happy to me. interact with you on this show. Do like a whole show yeah. of hate mail. And by Speaking interact, we great. mean that we're, we're going to make fun of you in awesome. our little venue here where you we have no that. means to defend yourself. That's not true. You can call back That's next why week. We want to do it. <laughs> yes. And it will just be like this really terrible game of uh, telephone. Well, until we get to the point where we start like doctoring up your sound. Well, no, we'll and, never yeah. do that. We'll eventually get to the point where if we figure if we figure we can get you live. And yeah. still make a fool out of you. Ooh. We'll bring you on Skype. Make uh, a fool out of you in person. I just got Bill a excited there. We're uh, we're still looking at you, buddy. Uh, I know you're out there. Um, Check out our sister's site while you're at it. Freemasonrywatch.org. Yes. There's got to be some amount of money in which he would agree to come on this show if we paid him. Do you think we could start a Kickstarter? Dude, we if we put if we put some ads on that show for like JP Luther or something like because there would be so many listeners if we could if we could talk I, to I know Bill, right if we could talk to Bill that would be like no, internet no. history. I would I would have nothing so left good. to do. We can't that do that so yet. Good. Like that has to be yeah, like our last show. When we decide to end the podcast business, like yeah, that'll be the. That's the same the reason all of my ex girlfriends are lesbians is because once you climb Mount Everest, man, there ain't no more mountains. You might as yeah, well start cave diving. Yeah, it's definitely not because you scared them away from all men for the rest of eternity. That's or that. <laughs> so yeah, so here's how the Facebook thing with Amy came out, and she called me up the other day, and she's like, "Dude, uh, you haven't maintained this Facebook page. Your wife calls you, dude." When she's angry, that's how I know. Like where <laughs> like, the conversation most of us, most of us get the middle name. Right. Jason gets yeah. dude. Dude. It, it's usually like dude followed by an exasperated sigh, mm. and it's like, oh, I screwed something up. And she's like, you, like, why are you not maintaining your Facebook page? And so, like, I decided I was going to just head this little conversation off at the past. I said, I tell you what, I'm kind of busy today. I'm going to make you an amend. You maintain the Facebook page from now on. Because I'm thinking. Amy. I know, Amy. Right. That is something she's going to be, oh, well, I didn't want to happen. And then she mind. would never do it. And it'll never come up again. Right. 
No, she's like making memes, making. And then posts. she couldn't say anything to you because you'd be saying something back to her. Oh no, she's coming in every day. She's like, I've got you this many new likes. I've done this. I've done this. I'm killing like, this mm. Facebook thing. And I'm like, calm down, Amy. It's not that big a deal. It's just Facebook. These are just just people who are oh, liking so it. Never gonna. You haven't seen what she's done to the Twitter account then. Oh Jesus, she's got the Twitter account log in. I don't know. I There's just wanted Twitter. to see you jump. <laughs> Nobody ever used it, so I, I kind of discontinued it. We really Technically, just published new episodes there. on it. Mm. Like, we would just well, she made a meme, dude. She made a meme that got, like, hundreds of shares. Like, people stole it and put it on Instagram. Like, that meme is now, like, all over the internet. We should have put our little logo in, like, the bottom of the corner of it or something. I told her that. Damn. Well, see, this one was original. It wasn't, like, stolen from someone else. Right. It yep. was, like, completely original. And it's an After Lodge original. So now we kind of know what it feels like to be one of these meme creators who never get any credit, and I'm going to sue the internet, just so you know. Y'all really need to have, like, decent pictures of yourselves on there, though. Why? Yeah, the pictures we have are rather unflattering. No, we we need to just remove the ones that are on there. It's like there's only silhouettes, like this is like a witness protection program or something. Yeah. Except for that one. Yeah, we're anonymous. the one that's not. We're We're not. We're not anonymous. This yeah. kind of is a witness protection we're program, little, actually. We're thinly veiled from <laughs> Well, the like T.E. Jack said, my last name is about as secret as our ritual work. It's available to anyone who has an internet and $5. Right. Well, people skip tracing you? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, constantly. Wow. Uh, yeah. You can also find me in After Lodge Jason on Facebook and After Lodge Jason on Instagram if you'd like to just hear more of this Irish wisdom. You could find me at the corner of First and Main between two and four a.m. Is that the furniture corner? No, <laughs> no, no! Stop! You have to edit that one out. No, no, you don't. No, anybody that's willing to invest that much effort already. <laughs> yeah, they've already. We've already divulged too Hold much. Hold on, I'm going to type that into Google right now, and I guarantee <laughs> See, you, we come up. I purposefully picked First and Main because every city has a First Street. In a main street. And you had to go and make it local. <laughs> i tell you what, though. You, you, there, there's a car dealership that you would n- hit the nail on the head with. I'll be over there at the woo. You know what I'm talking about? On the radio all the time? I don't listen to Try not to radio. give it away. No. You may have to edit it out if I say no, it. Wacky, wailing, inflatable, arm-flailing tube man? Yeah. That that one? Yeah, that yeah. one. Tube man is a name for... Never mind. Woo. All right, well, we don't come up on the first page, so go with it. Great. Thanks for narrowing it down. Anybody with more than 23 seconds to uh, invest is... That is is, uh, Bruce's... That is like Bruce's sole job as a producer. It's like, I'm going to Google fact check this. Not first page. Done. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Oh, So, uh... Mm -hmm. Get there? No, it's just gone. Like, it's just... No, it was like there was like a fully formed ideal in my head. And then I went to go like look at it and retrieve it. Yep. And it was just like you know the last time canvas. this file missing. <laughs> it was just canvas. <laughs> the last time this happened was uh, a little over two years ago uh, when we were talking about starting a podcast. And mm. It was like there was a fully baked idea there. Gone. And then it's just gone. Yeah. <laughs> but we already bought all the sound equipment, so I mean, here. <laughs> might as well do something. I mean, we got this canvas and these paints. Let's just just start spreading stuff on here well i put i put out that one man i put out that one man band thing with me playing guitar and drums because we had all this sound equipment then somebody said why did you strap the drums on your back like an actual one-man band you could just record it separate tracks and i said what now (laughs) you what how would you do that uh 
They're actually using Jason's uh, guitar videos uh, in government now. Uh, it's at Guantanamo, but uh, they're using it. Is it like yeah. when they play the really good music to get the bad guys to come out of the house? <laughs> yes. Yes, yeah. just like that. They, they break up the prison riots. They just play that over the loudspeakers and everybody, everybody lays down themselves. and puts their hands yeah. over their heads. <laughs> I didn't say it was good. Not to I protect just their heads, but to cover it. their ears. I mean, how am I going to get better if I don't practice? Well, you don't have to record it. Yeah, I do. No way I can listen okay, to it. You don't have to widely release it. You don't have to put it on our Facebook page. Spotify. Amazon Music. Yes. Available on Amazon iTunes. Music would be where you'd find it because the only things on there are Jason's kind of music. So the stuff that nobody's ever heard of. Right. Uh, Amazon Music like has everything. It's uh, like last time I checked, man, they didn't even have like for free the on Prime. For free on Prime, maybe what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, they have radio stations and stuff too, though. Also on Pandora. I am uh, I am nixing my Amazon subscription anyway, uh, as we discussed before the show. I mean, if you want to be a an idiot you go right on ahead i mean they lost the uh the contract with fox and uh i told you donald trump does not like the x-files that's why amazon's pulling it yeah any that minor company, earthquake you heard was harlan typing in an edit any company who thinks that the x-files is an acceptable thing to cut under any circumstances is not an organization i want to do business with <laughs> i have the watched. circumstances being the property owner saying you can't do this anymore should have tried harder <laughs> I haven't watched that show since the 90s, I think, and I'm going to keep it that way because that's a very 90s show. Yeah, it is. That's David Duchovny does not look good. That's why I love it. Like, I've seen the previews, and he just looks very... Hang on a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Does he still have his hand in that glass jar to Why, why would you go or? directly to David Duchovny? Because, like, his There was his a female... Neck, hold no, there was a female lead on this show, too. Why is that up. a selling point? And she was attractive. You, you can't be a mason in Georgia, just so you know. <laughs> How does Scully look? Let's go to the... How does she look? I mean, neither of them look good. But she... So why wouldn't you she lead... She looks better than... Why wouldn't you lead with the one you might accidentally sleep with one day doesn't look as good anymore instead of going with David Duchovny unless that's who you might accidentally sleep with? Well, David Duchovny, uh, getting to the heart of what I'm trying to say is all of his neck rolls <laughs> get pushed up with his, with his tight white collar yeah. shirt or whatever. That's a signature of Fox Mulder. Right. Well, yeah, but... It, just doesn't look like the Fox Mulder we used to know. He's just got a couple more neck rolls. Like every ten years, he Man, adds a neck roll. It's all that radiation from the aliens. Dude. Uh, let me like explain something to y'all. Let me explain something to y'all. Every woman that we have had a relationship with, mm-hmm. had a relationship, or will in the future have a relationship with, mm-hmm. would cheat on us with Fox Mulder. With Fox Mulder, maybe from 1987. No, David Duchovny today. If, if if he showed up at your house while you're over here recording this stupid podcast and said, uh, "Ma'am, I'm here to investigate paranormal experiences within your vagina," he just looks like he's had a lot of work. <laughs> she done. is open for business. I'm just saying he looks she like would he's say, had Find a lot of work done, and it's it's not it's, it's in not there a somewhere. Picture. Now Gillian Anderson, she's always Gilligan Anderson. I said Gillian. See, dude, he's not. I'm telling you, he's into dudes. We yeah. hear it on the After Lodge podcast. No. Do not discriminate okay. on the basis but of our brother's sexual orientation. Here's we are not the Grand Lodge of Tajikistan or Georgia. I just, here's, I just want you to be honest with me. I mean, if you're if you're gay, just be gay, but be straight with me. Ah, uh, absolutely not. Here's what all y'all are missing, though. David Duchovny's almost sixty. Yes. There's no way you're going to look that good I mean, when you're true. almost sixty. I, I, I don't know. Have you? Uh, have you seen some of our? Uh, uh, I'm thinking of Clint Eastwood, namely. Yeah, I mean, but he's I'm falling just, apart. I'm dude. just saying. But Clint Eastwood looks he's old. ninety. So well, he should... looks ninety, but he looks good at ninety. Yeah, 
That's like, what I'm saying. I agree. Like, like, be old. I'm, I'm pretty sure Scotty's wife would still go after him. Oh no! Like that's that's a thing. <laughs> Dude, uh-huh. I, I, I'm I'm quitting. I'm, I'm like like being unfair, harsh to your wife. I need to make fun of you more. Right. Yes. Well, she. Uh, so he would still go after him. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Until he starts that crazy chair ranting, and you know, it's, it's, once the once the senility creeps into the conversation, it, just, it gets a little. I weird. just want him to play the character he played in, in Gran Torino, yeah. like the whole time I'm yes. sleeping. Oh man, yeah. That was a great movie. And, and throw out those racial slurs yes. while I know he truly has a heart of gold. That's right. what does it for me. And, th- and then at some point during the act, he would pull out his little pistol finger and point it at you and be like... Pew. I that's thought he I, pulls out his lighter. That's when I wrap up. The... No, no, no. At the very end of the movie, yeah, he, he, he doesn't have a gun. Lighter? No, no, no. He, he pulls out his, his He had his lighter in his hand so it would oh, yeah. flash, but he had his hand made like a gun. Yeah, we just gave he, away he, the he ending to a really good movie. We're sorry about that. If you haven't seen it yet, you fell yeah, at life anyway. It. So, um, yeah. Harlan. Sir. I have a question for you. It's of utmost importance. It's a okay. trick. How was your week? Well, uh, as you know, I've been driving around with the purple people eaters, uh, trying to fit in with the cool kids. Uh, yesterday was That'll never happen. particularly brutal uh, in that I drove... All the way to the other end of our fair state. Uh, wouldn't call it fair. Yeah. You drove through a lot of meth and heroin to get there. wouldn't call it a state. Uh, I did. It's definitely a state. Yeah, it's let's... let's, let's it's no! a state of... Bruce. I saw that lonely tear. I'm so, so very sorry. Okay, that's good enough. That let's move on. Looks like right, that. Let's move on. Mm. Now, um, See what he did there? That is first grade he, he material just, right there. I know, right? <laughs> that's like when your teacher makes you apologize for something and you I say exactly so what sorry. he just said. I'm sorry that I'm not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Good enough. Yep, Let's move on. Yep, I know you are, but what am I? You're weak. So anyway, you were driving through the Commonwealth. Uh, we've been we've been doing a lot of talking around the state, uh, pushing some stuff. One of them being our uh, grandmaster's uh, philanthropy program. Actually, kind of yes, uh, but <laughs> not drugs. Anyway, what? Uh, yeah, I'll let your mind wander with that where it may be. I don't want to know where it goes. So the grandmaster has like this philanthropic thing that he's been doing since he's been in the Grand Line and. And the more I think about it, the more it's like, it's a pretty cool idea because we can make a big community impact for low investment for our lodges. And it's kind of our signature thing, quickly becoming our signature thing around the state. And all that's well and good because philanthropy is is part of how you express the practice of masonry. Like it's kind of required uh, for you to fulfill the dictates of the fraternity. What's been bothering me is that each one of these, these things that we've, these assemblies we've been to, is the statements start get thrown start get getting thrown around? I need to get my speech together. Uh, that philanthropy is what Freemasonry is and what it always no! has been. No, we're a philanthropy like the Kiwanis Club. God or, no, or whatever. No, and that's why you joined Masonry. No, that's why no, you no. joined Masonry in the in the 16th century. No, uh, it, Jason, it's <laughs> take it down a notch. That, that's been eating at me for the entire month that I've been driving around doing these things. And I don't want to go make like a big scene during a, a, a whole Grand Lodge assembly. Why not? That's what we're good at. But it's, 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 so, it's such a problem. Like it's, it's poison. Like that kind of thought, that kind of, not just thought, lecture coming from a purple people eater saying, hey, this is who we are. So this is all we are. That's toxic to, to our fraternity. Why don't you say something outside of the assembly? Oh, I... I have it, so it falls so what you're saying from this yeah. is like everybody leaves the stage except for him he's like psst, psst, sit down yeah stay here i'm kind of like that okay, guy at the, uh, that's a bunch of bullshit 
the guy at the end of the Eminem album who's like knocking on the microphone, like anybody here? Mm. Is this all still on? Ken Kniff, yeah. huh? Yeah. Anyway, what? you wouldn't know because people have heard of Eminem, so you've never heard his albums. Oh, I stopped listening um, to Eminem. Yeah, I just, I just, just curious where they were at. He did. It's like, oh, it's a name. Other people have heard of it. Not no, interested. No, no, One no. of those albums was, went gold. I'm done. I was yep. thinking of Delicious Chocolate Candy. So, uh, no, I've had chats. No, wait a minute. Is there no M and M's? These guys about it. Uh, the M and M's are a lie, and it, it falls. No, on, not. I had some last night. It falls on deaf ears because there are powers that be in our fraternity that really believe that. And that is terrifying. Yeah. No, no. I think the philanthropy is a great way to get our names out there, but I don't think it's the. It's not the core of what we well, do. Well, no, don't get me wrong. Like it's it a is, slice of the pie. It is a core thing that we should be doing, but it's, it's not our identity. But I think it's a byproduct of we're doing everything we should be doing. That's going to happen on its own. I don't yeah. think that's something we have to make happen. No, I think that's no. something that just happens. I mean, the practice of Freemasonry requires the betterment of the area in which you live. Like that's one of the things that you're trying to do. But that could be building a wall around yeah. the great. Graveyard. That doesn't necessarily. That's not to me. That's not really philandering. Right. That's the same thing. That's yes. Okay. Same thing. But uh, it's all part of that quest. (laughs) How is it when I watch Forty Eight Hours? Though they always bring that up like it's a bad thing. I'm like, what? The dude was active in charities. Nobody cares if he was a philanderer. But go on, Harlan. We'll talk about this after the show. It's it's one of the required things that you end up doing when you're practicing Freemasonry, but it's it's a symptom. It's not it's not the cause. That's not why we exist. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna Isn't that what I just said? <sighs> you said I was wrong? No, you said philandering No, no, no. I, I said that, that being philanthropic would be a byproduct <laughs> of yes. Shut up, I can't say words. But what I was saying is it is required. Like, you can't You're practice. literally making fun of like a kid it who can't be. read right now. Except you're Older than me. <clears throat> I never learned to read good. Derek Zoolander hadn't built a school yet. It's part of that self-enrichment process where uh, I often like to use that metaphor about the steak and, you know, when you're, like, filling needs. Have I, have I done that on the show? I don't think yes. you have. Oh. It's been a long time, though. Okay, so well, we'll do, do it, it again. again. So <sighs> I like to look at it like the uh, when, when somebody's, like, really, really hungry. Same thing you said. Like, mm-hmm. say you're, you're, you're starving and, and somebody cooks up this nice big juicy steak and you just you can't wait to get get a hold of of that steak oh my god like butter potatoes and as we know happiness is derived from pleasure and so you derive pleasure from fulfilling needs except in harlan's case so (laughs) happiness is is derived from misery happiness is derived from misery and being right so (laughs) when you when you feel a need like you you derive pleasure from that. So when in the steak example, the first bite of that steak is like the best food you've ever had in your life. Like it's the greatest thing ever. And you take the next bite and it's really freaking awesome. And you keep eating the steak. By the time you get towards like the end of the steak and you're not really hungry anymore, mm-hmm. it's just not as great as it was when you first started. Because as your needs are lessened, the pleasure of filling those needs is is also lessened. That's what takeout bags pleasure are for. Filling. So. The same thing applies in a fraternity like ours, where at some point you fulfilled all of the basic needs that you have, and so the only way you can continue deriving pleasure for yourself is by beginning to fill the needs of other people, because then you have an unlimited cup. To now, fill. is this what vicosis living vicosisly? Is that what Vi- that means? Vicariously? No, that's not what that means. Viscosity. Living vicariously Viscosity, yeah. is what I'm doing with my daughter. Um, where I am 
compelling her to be everything I couldn't be. No, isn't um, that the same thing? Like you're seeing them get the enjoyment that you wouldn't get. It's like giving your kids presents yes. on Christmas. Like you remember what it was like when you got presents that were yes. really cool. It is and like that. Part of the joy of doing that, and you cause them to be that happy. And <laughs> it is like that. Yeah. Uh, and that's why. So I was right. We it, promote once I talked you into it. The I'm exercise of you. charity is because it's it's a it's a selfish act at its core. It's it's a self improvement thing. It, it makes our fraternity better. It makes us better. But we're not doing it for the sake of doing it. Mm-hmm. Like that's. And when we start holding that out as our identity, and even worse, when we start recruiting men, bringing men into the fraternity with that idea that that this is who we are, we're just another Kiwanis club. And when we have people who are purple people eaters who really believe that Freemasonry has always just been some kind of philanthropy, you know, back when they were hiding from the church, why were you hiding from the church if your purpose was... To, to give some money to school kids. Toy like drives were a lot more serious back in those I, days. I, I guess I could see what you're saying. That, yeah. yeah. I mean, they were giving books to kids, and books were a bad thing in, in uh, expanded, Catholic world. Expanded yeah. your mind, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But they weren't even in Latin. They were written in the language they learned to read in. So dangerous. Blasphemy. Well, I mean, if you're the church, it was dangerous. Look how it worked out. Like, you, the church is the, the still church doing was pretty right. good, Harlan. Eh, not, not as good as they were. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're no. not as good as they were. <laughs> And I would argue no, the church not. was they right. Run well, I mean, okay, they were right in their desire to suppress like crazy the powerful. Oh no, yes. they're still crazy powerful. Like, way overly. But the, the Pope is but no they longer were like called Hitler. the Emperor of the World. Okay, like the Pope was like Hitler, and now well, he's just well, like Gaddafi. The Pope. We, we can't compare. capital P. Huh. You can't no, he was the Pope. He to was Hitler. like the Pope was no. like Hitler in power, yeah. and now he's just like a Gaddafi or like a. Okay. Like a Saddam Hussein. You ever see Da Vinci's Demons? It's messed I, up. I, I, I mean, I would disagree True with you. True story. Dude, I love that of show. Of course you would disagree. It's getting canceled. Not, no, no I would disagree because both of those people he named cover a much smaller area. Yes. Much smaller. Yes. It's, it's metaphorical. It's it's I, allegorical no, and it's, it's symbolism it's of Pope being but like Hitler. what I would say. Plus, I've seen the Pope do this a lot. Those, those people in or the maybe church it's this. who that's, were saying... That spreading this kind of knowledge asking for help. amongst the masses <laughs> uh, is dangerous. It uh, is. They were right. It was very dangerous for the church, and it worked out very poorly for them yeah. uh, the more that got out. I mean, there's an entire like, well, I mean, section of the North American continent that they just lost all control over. I mean, they turned against the Templars, uh, and, and then the Curse of Oak Island hit them. The, I thought the Curse of Oak Island was just the radiation from the Ark of the Covenant. Mm-hmm. No, but anyway, um, thanks for being completely dismissive of us. This is what we believe, man. This is our religion. Well, you know, Jesus. you're entitled to that. Well, you don't have to dismiss it. I do hope that they do find something on Oak Island. You know how they got the name Glory Hill? Never mind. Go on. <laughs> you, tell, no, 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 wait, no. Jason. Tell tell me all about that. Um, how, were you the founder? No, no, no I wasn't around back no. then. How old do you think I am? There's. There, there's been enough Nobody blasphemy knows. considering our new uh, expanded audience today that, uh, yeah, let's not. Uh, we'll share that on the subreddit. <laughs> How did we even get on this subject? Oh, because uh, I, I don't I don't know, actually. Harley was, was talking, talking about, about uh, giving, yeah. giving kids bicycles. About week. How did we get? Oh. Mm. It's about giving kids bicycles and right. corruption, breathing stinky on them and such. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So, uh, books was, was another. That, that's how we got there was... Uh, like our fraternity is a fraternity; it's not a philanthropy. We just Gutenberg happen to practice been, some of that. Gutenberg should have been burned at the stake as soon as he's born. 
Really, he was he was the Antichrist. That was the Antichrist well, he was forewarned about. Charity is part of well, our, the tenets of our institution, so it's a slice of the pie. But what does charity mean? Not, like, like, I mean, I think that I think that's a valid argument. I don't, I don't necessarily believe that Masonic charity is going out and, and buying a bunch of school kids' coats. But I think Masonic they're charity plant the seed of this is what Freemasonry can do and in, in be- better because it's bettering education is what it's doing. It's increasing attendance. To me, Masonic charity is I know this kid down the street that needs a coat, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to make a big deal of it. I'm just going to go over, hey man, I got this extra coat here. Uh, right. Do you want it? To his parents, I'm not going to have a big coat drive. Right, well, and my, give this poor little kid a coat and say, now, kitty, the Freemasons gave you this coat. You need to remember where you got this coat from. It was the Freemasons. Right. Freemasons gave you this coat. No, and I'm going to get that kid a coat in a way that, that nobody knows that kid right. needed a coat. Yep. I mean, I agree with that, too. Um, but when it comes down to it, though, when, you, when you're, when you know, Grandmaster or in, uh, in the Grand Line or whatever, and you've got the power to do something. Grand Dragon, Kazakhstan. No, I wouldn't go that far. Uh, but whenever, whenever you're up there... Is yeah. the term we use. Oh, the Purple People Eater? Yeah. All it's right. like you've never, like, listened to the show or I been do, on the show before. Anyway, my... What no, I don't blame him, but I'm just saying he's coming to be on the show like four times. Seems like he would have picked up the terminology he's by now. Listen to at least one episode. <clears throat> he's done that like because he was maybe, here. Maybe you should make a key or something. <clears throat> maybe like a, a legend of sorts so you can keep your guests in yeah. line. Last time we did a legend here, a couple guys got hurt. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, my point is is that when you have that when you have that type of ability to and that type of power and influence to do something good, you try and use that uh, that power well. And I think that's why that the See, purple people eaters want to do that. But I, under, I understand what you're saying. <coughs> like, well, we're just small small town lodges, and we want to help in any way we can. I mean, you guys have pancake breakfast, right? Sorry, I had a furball. Uh, Hang on, we, let me clear do. this out. I got points uh, to make. So. <coughs> There's also the issue with the definition of Masonic charity, which often just gets nailed down to philanthropy and and that's it. But when we talk about Masonic charity, more importantly than the giving stuff to other people thing, we're talking about being charitable to our brothers. In other words, giving them the benefit of the doubt. More especially a brother Mason. But, but, But what it means is not giving them stuff. It means when Jason screws up, as often happens... Uh, mm-hmm. you, you give Why him, you gotta single me out? Why don't oh. you give me some charity right now and single out? Well, I don't that's know, what I'm doing. Bruce is is sometimes he needs the benefit of the doubt that like maybe maybe he's uh you know he's not trying to be an ass. Well, actually, you're a bad kid. When Bruce screws mm-hmm. up, uh, yeah, he's not always he's a bad he's, example he's not too. Trying to be an asshole, he's just uh, no, he absolutely he's is. Messed messed like his that, senior quote yeah, was, "I want to be rich and asshole and famous." That was his senior yeah. quote. No, I don't want to be famous. Infamous. That's what it said. So, mm-hmm. but that—that's the core of, of charity when we talk about it in the Masonic sense, and it never gets taught that way. Like we, we tell new members, and then we just let them run away, thinking this means you got to give a bunch of money away. When that's that's like something else, and that's separate from what we're talking about when we say Masonic charity, right? Um, and it's it, it's that sort of thing. I I don't really get any because usually I am trying to be an asshole. Uh, so usually you succeed charity is misdirected at me, but for the rest of our brothers, uh, that's what that means. And we don't even talk about that. We just, but here's my point. Whenever I'll just use another organization, for example, about Christmas time, the uh, FOP. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Oh, FOP, whatever. 
Um, they had this shop with a what cop. About the Fraternal Association of Police, as opposed to the organization. FAP. <laughs> the FAP. There yeah. you go. Uh, they're the ones here in our town. Uh, the FOP has been pushed out. In oh, favor really? Of the well, FAP. So the FAP. Yeah. So they had this program around Christmas time called Shop of the Cop, mm-hmm. where they would go to the store with the cop, and the cop would get them, you know, clothes and a couple toys, things they needed. Yeah. And they took news crews with them. Mm-hmm. So you've got second, third, fourth graders walking around shopping with this cop on local television. Now, everybody in their class saw their buddy on the news shopping with a cop because he's poor. Mm-hmm. I, you know, when you do charity, it's it's not about, hey, look at me. I'm doing something for this poor person. Look at look over here. Right. If you're doing it, it needs to be under the radar and that's the opposite reason why most purple people eaters want to do it because they want to do it so you get more members because they want to be involved in this great thing that is doing this stuff for these kids and look at these poor kids look at them look at this little kid look at this little kid right buy him a coat but you know or a bicycle i I agree with you there i agree that's that's part of the reason why i i joined in masonry because i didn't want i didn't want i didn't want all the i didn't want any glory from it i just wanted to do good and oh. just for the fact of doing good with guys that I have a, a like-minded with. That's it. And I don't want this to be misunderstood. Like, I think that the thing that, that we're doing, uh, the Grandmaster's whole program, like, it's actually pretty cool. Yeah, I, I don't have a problem like, with that. And, and there's yeah. no reason we shouldn't be doing it. What I'm getting at is we can't we can't keep this, this thing where we let people define our fraternity as just some kind of philanthropic trust. Because mm-hmm. that... That's it's just. Toxic. Well, let me clear up all date or all all date. What did I just? What are you saying? There's something wrong with your brain hey, today. Are you, I got do a you stroke. smell like sulfur? I smell rotten eggs. Yeah. Hmm. Did you fart? <laughs> no, that's a I common symptom of having a stroke is I, you smell I, things I like burnt sulfur. hair, rotten eggs, sulfur. Yes, yeah. but I also uh, I also set my posterior hair on fire before we came in here. So sweet. So that's the sulfur and the burnt hair. I did Qdo before I came. I feel better. Uh, <laughs> Where did you get Cadoba at nine o'clock in the morning? I meant to ask you that earlier. And I it, bought it last night. I had them one of those uh, two for one coupons. Ah! Bought it last night. Ate it as leftovers. It started to fall apart, so I put it in a bowl and heated it up in the microwave to save it out of a bowl. Like it's a you sir. Oh, he's serious. You sir, get the Harlan seal of approval. <laughs> Thank you. In fact, <laughs> and Jazz just said that's what I do. <laughs> what? I'm, I'm, no, there's I'm, nothing wrong with it. I just I, I thought he was joking. And he was getting way I'm, too I'm concerned what Kadoba's perks come with that local, seal. If that's what you're concerned about. No, it's not like that. Anyway. All right. Anyway, um, I, I mean, we just have to be careful that, that we don't dehumanize the people we're trying to help and use them as a marketing tool. Mm-hmm. Our charity should not be used as a marketing tool uh, ever in my eyes. I it, agree. And I don't want guys that are just here for charity because let's dispel all rumors. Uh, that's not our number one job here. Harlan, what's our number one job here? Making masons. Exactly. That's that's what we're here for is making another generation of dudes. And then their number one job is making another generation. We're concerned with species survival more so than anything. That's our number one priority. What are you looking up? What are you? What are y'all doing? Y'all can't be sharing images on that side of the table and not. It's it is the Harlan Seal of Approval. Oh, he's, oh, you don't know about that? Uh, yeah, uh, he's got the Harlan Seal of Approval. I just learned. 
Uh, well, I got you. I got you covered uh, there, uh, B Rye or B Rad or whatever. B Rad, dude, he's Scotty from the block. Come on, let's stop calling him Brad because we know another guy with his last name whose first name is Brad. They're not the same person, even though they look almost identical. Hmm. I'm gonna get that laminated. I hadn't thought about that till right now. They do. Is that where Brad came from, or do we? Yeah. Just... Okay. But yeah, but the the uh, the the whole thing with the bikes. So that's to improve attendance, which is improving but education. But I don't have a problem with that because you're rewarding. Sure. Like, like everybody with perfect attendance gets their name put in for this bike. That's, right. that's not giving that's a bike to a poor kid. That's not the name of the program is give a poor kid a bike. Right. That is, hey kids, try hard and we're going to reward you for your good work. Sure, yeah. That yeah. is, that's a valuable lesson to teach a kid at, at any stage in their formative years is if you work hard, good things come to you because you're going to have a an adult later in life who remembers that maybe if you work hard you'll get something accomplished right i'm with you for sure that's just not how hey this kid's poor let's get my bicycle what do y'all say right. you want a bicycle little kid you little poor kid you got shoes man them pedals will hurt your feet you ain't no, got no shoes there's a big difference getting between, some flip flops there's a big difference between oh this this child's house was burned down and it was like christmas time and then mason's coming Agreed. together Agreed. and saying hey here you go. Merry Christmas, and here and you know. That, but that's, of but such that's and unfortunate such circumstance. Like, like you know, that that's some bad stuff that could happen to right. me. That could happen to you. I mean, especially on Pikey Mountain. I mean, you wouldn't know. I mean, right. the forest fires that happen up there every it's year. Over. I mean, from from like June to August, I'm just throwing buckets labs. of water out the window. Mm. <laughs> they 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 go up like uh, like popcorn all over the mountainside <laughs> in the summer. Like meth labs, just right. Yeah. It happens, man. That's what happens when you outlaw meth is you get dummies making meth. Um, but, like... They didn't outlaw it. You just got to have a prescription now. You need a prescription for meth? What do you no. think Adderall is? Eh, it's toned well, down meth. It's meth light. Just take three of them. I don't, I don't want <laughs> diet meth, sir. I want the real thing. Take three of them. As a guest on the show, I do want to... Uh, I can't get that much. Welcome all the new members again uh, listening in for the first time. Yeah, please. How don't. are you welcoming anybody when you've apparently never listened please, to the show? Please don't judge us uh, on. Actually, no, you probably. It's like you pulling into us. a gas station with another car and welcoming them as you're both filling your tank. Welcome to the gas station. Yeah, holding the door open for him. Welcome to you know whatever gas. Welcome to Costco. I love you. There you go. The manager, dude. <laughs> Welcome to the golf station. Dude, Do you know where the bathroom's at? You don't work here. Get out. It's like going to Best Buy with the blue shirt and khakis on. Yes, that I was. Made, I made that oh mistake. Oh my God! I went Worst to thing I ever get one time wearing a red, red polo red shirt. Polo with khakis. Holy shit! Did they think you were Jay from State Farm or a Target employee? No, this was a couple years ago. Oh, okay, biggest mm. mistake of my life. Like I've done a lot of bad things in my life. This was the biggest but mistake of Bruce, my life. You got approached by so many young moms. No, that, that <laughs> no. really? No, it was pretty much old women. Really. Yeah. The target my wife goes to is full of like her like like young moms everywhere. I thought that that's be, like, just what she tells. I mean, they were there. It's, when you say young moms, it's, full of, young, it's full of handsome doctors I, I and old ladies. Right, young moms. I, I, I wasn't mean, over in the clothes section, Harlan. Oh, new moms. So yeah, like moms that have like kids up through like elementary school and stuff. Gotcha. I, I, maybe okay. it's the time that she goes because I've gone with her a couple times and it's just like like yeah, moms with small children. Third grade and under. They're definitely there. Yeah. But they're in like the baby section and the clothes section. Yeah, but that's, that's where you should have gone with your red polo shirt, man. But I didn't do that on purpose. I well, was there for a reason. I don't well, know maybe what the should've. reason was. One of the funniest videos on the internet was one of these groups that does like these like like highly organized flash mobs. Go into a Best Buy wearing Best Buy type clothes. Yeah. 
but everybody that went in there was like someone who was super knowledgeable on computers and like really helped people. Mm. Like their joke was, is you can go in Best Buy and actually get help. And Best Buy kicked them out. And I was like, they were, (laughs) you should have kept them. They were making you money. Like they were, well, no, they were just making Best Buy look bad because everybody was confused. Like I actually got helped. Hmm. What? Last time I went in Best Buy, I asked for a receiver and he said, oh yeah, 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 yeah. We got this one and this one. And they were both like $400. And I was like, what's wrong with this $250 one over here? Well, it's just stereo. Well, I'm fine with that. But we don't even have that one anyway. <laughs> <laughs> See, here's the thing. You can get a lot of help in Best Buy. You just have to buy one of the things that people who work there that get paid on commission for. None of them get selling. paid on commission. Though. No, 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 no. They all get uh, paid on commission. The, they're, they're, that changed a few years ago. I used to work for their uh, one of their places. There are specific departments. Like, I know the people who sell phones do. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know that for a fact. Oh, well, yeah. There's a person selling uh, in the Apple section. Right. And the, yeah, the uh, Roku device. I'm pretty or? sure there's one over where, like, where the, the like the vacuum cleaners and stuff like that are. Appliances. Kirby. Appliances. Is that why Kirby was called Kirby? You know Is because it was like the vacuum cleaner? Because it could dryer suck from really well. I think that guy got commissioned. Like Kirby? Hmm. In Dreamland? Well, the printer going off. You wouldn't think that would be uh, a good place to it. buy a washer and dryer from, yes. but the Harlan Silver Proof. <laughs> I got a really good deal. Yeah. On a washer and dryer. Oh, you got a sweet deal on a washer and dryer, bro? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I went to a scratch and dent place. Oh God, can we not talk about <laughs> buying appliances? <laughs> right. Jesus. I recommend uh, General Electric products. The uh, latest, the uh, E series of. Yeah. You mean Electrolux? I don't know. I don't really know what the products are. I was no the the appliance division got bought out by Electrolux. Anyway, oh yeah. <laughs> so good luck finding that GE stuff that ain't in Craigslist. Craigslist is where I buy all my appliances anyway. So. And your women? Nah, they know how to use the appliances. <laughs> Why did you use the quotation fingers when you with say the women? Appliances. He um, views them as chattel. You can't say women normally. He views them as property. Mm. You can't act like they're people to him, or he just doesn't recognize it. It shorts him out. They're they're three fifths of people. Mm. Oh, and there you go. Took it too far nah, every time. Nah, I okay, I don't feel good so, about that one. I'd say it's time we move on to uh, the lodge in Karakistan. What, how do you say now, that country? Now that we've Tajikistan. Tajikistan. The Grand Lodge of oh, Tajikistan. Shit. We have I, we have two weeks worth of topics on the board. Yeah, I know. We probably should have moved on to the board like half an hour. Well, ago. I mean, no, was, because this, was stuff, a valid this topic. stuff needed to be said. Yeah. I, I mean, do you have anything of note to bring up during your week? I do actually. Uh, I, oh, started, I started. <laughs> I started another job. Uh, I'm working for my uh, dad's company. He's a real estate appraiser, so I am now uh, an appraiser's assistant. <laughs> and I've been doing that. Yeah. I mean, I. I, j- I just made apprentice? up that, like that's not the actual title. Like like I, I, oh, don't, I don't walk around like a squire. Oh, it's your actual title now. <laughs> I mean that's fine. The appraiser's apprentice. Mm, I'm okay. gonna get you a sheaf with one of those like yardsticks in it. I'm about to move into a new house. I need, you might need your I help. Do any measuring? He, he does that. <laughs> well, you're not trusted enough to measure and read numbers. Got it? No, that's like that's like the thing he. Oh, that's that's like, that's, that's the, the job? primary part of his job. Really is yeah. Oh, that's sad. That's the job. Uh, okay, go on. Is this you can call him job? sad. That dude makes a lot more money than you do. That's what I'm saying. That's that's that. I'm that sad that his only job is to read a tape measure, and 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 I'm doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I, I need to just become an appraiser's apprentice too. Well, you're gonna have to go back to college. Uh, how long? 
Well, my credits well, transfer. Well, now it would be four years. Would my credits transfer though? Because I already I, got the I, basic I don't think credits. So. I mean, maybe. <sighs> I mean, it's an accredited school. It's not like University of I mean, Phoenix. It's, it's like business. You could probably knock it out school. in two years. <sighs> business. Hmm? I'll pass. I'll stick where I'm at. Okay. I don't. I mean, you you'd be dead by the time you made it so, out anyway. Anyway, you're appraiser's apprentice. That's it. <laughs> so you don't have your other job How many job days a week are you doing that? Most days, about twenty hours a week. Well, so, you work a full time job. Yeah. On top of that, I have like zero free time now. Just so you know, this is why you don't have a girlfriend. You have no, no time to date. No. You're working too hard, man. Ooh, I mm-hmm. no, no, I'm not. And what's your point? Twenty four inch gauge. I, when am I going to get some grandchildren? <laughs> no, that's what my mom would say. Um, when mom, am I going to get your, some? Your mom has grandchildren. When am I going to get to be the god? No, you wouldn't make me the godfather because no, that'd be kind of redundant. That would not ever happen. When's my friend gonna get some kids for me to like play with? Nope, that sounds bad too. Every question you're coming up with is worse um, than the previous one. You should probably oh. just stop. When am I gonna get somebody that can teach you to flush your keys down the toilet? I mean, that's not funny, but I'll go with that. That's better mm. than all the stuff I said. Hmm. I don't. Eventually, I don't know. It, it might happen before you pass. Dude, your junk's got an expiration date on it. Like it no. stops. It, no, it, it doesn't. Stops working good. Like you're. You, Every year you wait, uh-huh. your possibility of Down syndrome goes up. That's, uh, no, that's women. in women. See, not a female. I thought he had a sex change. The bearded lady. Anyway, no, uh, that's what his GoFundMe page is for. Onto the whiteboard. Uh, he hasn't met the goal yet, since nobody wants to hear about Jason's week. Do you have anything? Do you have anything to bring before us about your week? Well, um, we're about to buy a new house. My wife and I were uh, just got into a uh, first-time home buyers program, which is really great. Um, our lodge friend. Thanks, Obama. Welfare. Well, no, it's the company Socialism. that it's the company we work for. They actually uh, have a whole program. Yeah, I, I I got a new job. That's why I'm able to be here today. Um, it's good for you and your Cadillac plan, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I bet you got an Obama phone too. Don't you? Let me see your phone. It got have, Obama's face on it. I got that Verizon's. But um, but anyway, yeah, we're doing that. <laughs> uh, oh, some Masonic news. Uh, our. Uh, my lodge there, is, there shouldn't be any such thing as a Masonic news. That my, shouldn't. Well, no. my, uh, my lodge's pancake breakfast. We normally bring in about uh, five hundred dollars profit. We actually made over eight hundred eight hundred dollars this last uh, Saturday. I know you guys have your pancake breakfast same day, but what are, you, what are you trying to compare sizes of pancakes? No, I'm just saying we had to cancel. And are uh, we in a pancake January. measuring contest? Well, always, I mean, always, just not with his lodge. We had to set up more tables. We had to um, we had to go out and get more eggs. Oh, right, you know we, we doubled our, our profits from twelve to twenty four this week. That's fantastic. We did dollars. Yes. Oh, I thought you meant hundred. J- Jason's running up and down Pikey Mountain trying to get those chicken eggs down here fast enough, and <laughs> but I think it's great. We had a great turnout, and um, I'm just happy to be a Mason. Well, that makes one of us happy that you're a Mason. Brother, brother, brother. <laughs> Harlan has printed out his seal of approval and made it into a placard. <laughs> I love that the uh, picture on it is 12-year-old Harlan. Well, see, what that is... That's is, like 18-year-old uh, Harlan, first when of I, all. When I used to work you know, as a software engineer, one of the things that I would do is like code reviews for people that would submit like you know big chunks of code to be put into the product. And so if they did an exceptionally good job, so I didn't have to fix anything, like I sent them an email with my seal of approval in it, and that's that's 
So it has me without facial hair and with my old like crew cut thing and so on because it is from like ten years ago. You look like a West Point cadet uh, in that. I wonder why. Well, because I was a West Point cadet. <laughs> uh, no, but I had recently been. So yeah, I hadn't got like fat and facial haired and whatnot yet. But although I can't talk about facial hair because Bruce is sitting over there and damn, Bruce, have you tried any beard oil yet? It's fantastic. No, Bruce got my beard some, produces uh, its own oil. Yeah. Thanks. No, Somebody no. put a picture on Facebook of him and like the most interesting man in the world, like side by side. That was Saddam uh, Hussein. Just so you know, that's that's that, that's who, the one that got compared. Yeah. Okay. That's what I said, isn't it? He, Saddam Hussein wasn't that interesting. <laughs> Bruce, you think I was? Joking? I disagree. It's fantastic, <laughs> and he had a sweet beard. No, he did. No, it's cool. Thank you. He did. No, no, y'all are just trying to insult my beard by proxy. I get it. That's no, fine. <laughs> Who's got the ego problem now, today, look, buddy? Just when it comes to my beard. Plus, and here's I, here's the thing. In like a month, this beard is gonna be gone. Yep. Well, like here's the thing. Like Bruce is always Once it gets warm out. Bruce there. has always had a, a far more fabulous beard than me. Well, thank you. Like I have beard jealousy when it comes to Bruce. Like so much so before he <laughs> shared envy it, is the psychological. I'm term. going jealousy. Before he shaved it one time, he had a Facebook profile picture where he had it all like teased out, and it looked like an afro from the 1970s. Except on the bottom of my face. And, and then, like, he had his arm, like, going sideways, like he was in the middle of, like, a sailor drunken, like, ballad. And and was, like, roaring with his face. Like, you could tell he's like, Aah! I saved that picture, and that's wow. his profile picture on my phone. Wow. Because that's how Bruce jelly of that beard I am. Yeah. That was a Do sweet you have picture. a copy of that picture? Oh, yeah, to... yeah. It's on I Facebook. I was thinking the uh, Fraternal Association of Police would uh, enjoy that for their next meeting. So. For what? You're uh, really, you're really, uh, I don't, I don't you're get really it. flogging that joke, aren't yeah. you? Well, I'm trying to tie back to the beginning of, of the show. You see, Jazz, the word FAP <laughs> means something in certain circles on the but internet. But he said Fraternal Order. Like he messed up no, his own joke. Oh, did he? I didn't know. Yeah, you did. I don't think he did. The Fraternal Association. Roll back the tape. Roll, I'll roll, roll it back. Roll, I'll roll, roll it back roll. right now. I'm pretty confident in what I said. Anyway, uh, let's talk about uh, the Grand Lodge of Tajikistan that yes. we've been trying to get to forever. Yes. So, uh, as you know, uh, like most things in Tajikistan, which is a neighbor of Kazakhstan, if you've yes. ever seen Borat. Where Borat is from. Um, Where they have the annual running yeah. of the Jews. Have you ever so, attended? Uh, I have not, uh, but I, I understand that at least uh, Kazakhstan has like a nice potassium export industry, whereas Tajikistan has has like nothing. Uh, but they do have a grand. Well, they've launch. got that nuclear reactor. They do uh, from the that's Soviets. It. Yeah, that's it. They've got that. Uh, their grand lodge though uh, has recently taken a uh, a very a very Sharia law like type stance mm-hmm. yeah. on uh, our homosexual mm-hmm. brothers. Uh, and of course, there was naturally some uproar amongst the more uh, which I don't understand because they're fabulous. The more understanding wings fabulous. of the uh, Grand Lodge of Kazakhstan. <laughs> no, that's how you make a callback. Yep. So, uh, the Grand Master uh, decided to respond by uh, breaking with the tradition in Kazakh or in Tajikistan of just stoning people, and instead expelling them from the fraternity. So he tossed a bunch of people for for being gay. But then people kept talking about it. Like, hey, I man. Believe, this... I believe the way he worded it was for being the homosex. Yeah. Yeah. 
He didn't call him the gay. Well, he called I, him the homosexual. It was something in Arabic. And then said, we don't need none of your gay cancer in here. Yeah. Why do I... Like, I don't understand. Why are we doing the Middle Eastern parallel? Like, that's something that would actually happen there. Why don't, why don't no, we it did actually make happen. it more obvious because it's what like, we're talking about? Because it's like Sharia law. Because I feel like law. half the people listening to this aren't going to get it. No, they're going to get it. No, they'll definitely get There's it. There's a grandmaster running the Grand Lodge by Sharia law. And not only because expelling look, gay masons, but also... When we got busted by the Grand Lodge, they said we weren't allowed to talk about other Grand Masters. So we're making up an imaginary country in an imaginary oh, place. I don't... I mean... If we're going to make up an imaginary country, why don't we just call it, like, Chad or something? Chad's not imaginary. It's a real country in Africa. I, I don't... I don't. I kind of like the thing that we had going. Guess. I know why you think that. Because there was now. a Waterboy movie where they went to Chad because there was a war in Chad. That's why you think that it's a real place. Look it up. Polly Shore had that right. I don't yeah. in the army now. I don't understand why you didn't run. I thought there that. was like a really cool thing going <sighs> where we were talking about Tajikistan because it's something that would happen in Tajikistan, right? No, I thought, but we it's were not gonna... in Tajikistan. That, that, that was the whole parallel where people be pe- people would get it. Nobody's getting that part. Our, is our, that our it's audience, not in Tajikistan? Our audience is smarter than you. Hey think guys, they are, Bruce. we're not talking about Tajik. Yeah, most of them. Our audience smarter than me. Shut up, brother Cube. You ain't even, you ain't even a master mason. You ain't got the right to address me. When you address me, you address me as sir. You address me as sir. You're not smarter than me. A, B. You almost failed landscape, and you almost failed a class in being a Mexican. Okay, that's enough. Easy. Back to my story about the Grand Lodge in Tajikistan. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not only tossed the homosexual brothers. But then anybody who talked about the issue... Anybody who supported them as well. Uh, yeah, and like then... If, it, like, literally, they were going, wait a minute, that dude was cool. Why'd we boot him? You're buddy, too! Yeah. You got anything to say? I don't know what's happening right... All right, you're out, too! Like, it was like when your mom gets fed up and she just grounds yeah. everybody. Yep. Well, and so then, the, the cojones, the cojones on the Grand Master of Tajikistan... To assume oh, that his jurisdiction so extends to the entire globe, mm-hmm. issued his statement that any unauthorized discussion of this issue, uh, inside or outside of the jurisdiction of Tajikistan, uh, will not be tolerated, is unmasonic, and will be dealt with accordingly. So, gentlemen, we are all going to feel the wrath of the Grand Master of Tajikistan. It's terrifying. Uh, for discussing a relevant issue that was published in local media all over the freaking world. National news. Uh, mm-hmm. Outside of uh, an now, authorized Here's my waiver. question. Although I did email him and ask for a waiver if we could talk about this, like in the <laughs> did, dining room after did Lodge. Did you get a reply? Uh, yeah, he told me uh, you're out. So <laughs> so don't drive through because yeah. he used to stand on the way to Georgia. Got it. Yep, yep. So <laughs> there we go. Those two countries don't touch it. Wait, do they? I gotta look at a map now. I think they really do. <laughs> Dude, I've been crafting that joke since we come up with the fake country thing. In my in my imaginary map, Kajikistan and Georgia touch each other a little bit, just on the tip. Yeah, just I wouldn't the, drive through. They rub Georgia them together either, a little bit because they like throw Sometimes shoes one at goes George in the Bush other. and whatnot. Uh, I don't know. It's called docking. Yeah, those two countries dock. <laughs> 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 the same the same Joja where uh, a guy was taking off his sandals and smiting the president with them. So like if I know if I know Bush one thing you remember when he like ducked the Yo, shoe yeah, no that like, that was my favorite like, part about that. Yeah, that's probably my yeah, favorite yeah, moment just because yeah, of like how yeah, awesomely he dodged the shoe yeah, and, and like, like like didn't even little, take his eyes off the guy. No, just, 
No, that is the moment that I like George Bush the most. Right. Is because after the first one comes, he gets this look on his face. Like, I'll play this game. All right. <laughs> Hit me with another one. Come on, bring it. Nope. It's like, finally, something's happening in my life that is fun. I don't dodge do coke anymore. I don't drink anymore. Finally, some excitement. What do you mean he doesn't drink? He came out with that bruise on his face off the uh, that helicopter that one time. Like, hey, I fell down a flight of stairs. No, he gave Laura some lip. That's, yeah, that that's, wasn't the drinking. That's uh, Texas women, man. That's yeah. a whole different ballgame. Right. Yeah, he talked some shit and got hit. That's what happened there. I don't care if you are the president of these United States. You won't talk to me like that. Yeah. Well, I, I like what you said. Um, Secret Service guys are like, nope, nope. Like touching that. No, they formed a ring. <laughs> they formed a ring around it. It was like two men and one man and one woman. Beat the shit out of him. <laughs> that, you know, putting out that, um, you know, uh, his reach going out uh, around the globe, um, isn't that an invasion of jurisdiction? Well, yeah, part of it's just the ego of the Grandmaster of Tajikistan. Well, now, now, hang on, hang on. Now, Could that I be know, Masonic charges there? No, no, let me explain something else. I know if I knew I was 100% right on something, right? the first thing I would forbid was anybody talking about it pro or con. I want no discussion on the fact on how right I am on an issue like this. Well, there's no reason. You're 100% right. Why, why is there even going to be discussion? It? There can't be discussion on it. You can't discuss you anything. Just go I ahead do. and save everybody Look, some time. What I'm the saying, free I'm out right. of what there. I'm saying is, when the Grandmaster does it, it's not unmasonic. The Grandmaster of Tajikistan is not a crook. All right. <laughs> right. So I mean, right there, like you, you like just him putting that edict out at all. I don't think it was an edict. Was it declaration Something. statement? Uh, Still, the cojones. Just him putting that out at all shows you. That he knows he's wrong. Right. Because he's like, I don't want y'all talking about how wrong I am. Stop talking about how wrong I am. You can't say that about me. I'm the Grandmaster. Secondly, it's made national news. International news. Everybody's going to talk about it, dude. Like, I hate to break it to you. And then the idea that almost, like, there's very few discussions, like an actual discussion. Mm-hmm. Not a conversation about, can you believe that shit? Hell no, I can't believe that shit. But an actual discussion, like like a discussion where, where you're saying points and I'm rebutting with points. We I don't have, have those here. I have trouble thinking of any discussion that can be unmasonic. I mean, there's a few things, I'm sure. But anything about an issue that affects the fraternity, politics, life in general, how can those be unmasonic? Like that's I don't what think we can. Like that's what it we can. do is we discuss stuff. That should be what we do when we don't agree with something is discuss it with people who have different opinions to learn why we may be wrong and they may be right and, and vice versa. This particular issue is relevant to all of the grand jurisdictions that it recognize is. the Grand Lodge of Tajikistan. It because is. Because now you're getting at questions of regularity. It matters to us. It's not just your business if you're changing the definition and requirements of of your pocket of the fraternity. We need to discuss that to decide whether or not we want to continue recognizing you as part of us. Well, right. I heard he's like building a wall around Tajikistan and going to make uh, Mexico yeah. pay for it. <laughs> Poor Mexico. Calling it Frump Wall. Did you guys well, catch the quote from the president of Mexico when he's like, he was like, F- no, no, I'm not paying walls. for that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I awesome. mean, you know, he just got the memo that Mexico is now in the business of paying for other people's walls. walls. <laughs> right. He's like, I'm just going to get a wall, too. I don't really need a wall, but uh, I want a wall. 
That sounds like they the get a slogan wall, get a of the wall. conservative party. You get a wall. You get a wall. Building Everybody wall gets a wall. Since 2016. Made out of bricks of heroin. What, so I would love to, <laughs> what I would love to do is, is I would love to delve into the history of the homosexuals in Freemasonry. Go all the way back. I mean, we know that Ben Franklin, he went over, he was an ambassador to Shut France. your mouth. Hey. You shut your mouth. Ben Franklin Uh-oh. was a saint. Uh-oh. You shut your mouth. Ben Franklin. Don't you come on my show now. and talk about Ben Franklin. Want to put on billboards talking shit about Franklin? Get out, Scotty. Get out. Get out. That's one, and that's two because you ain't moving. <clears throat> ben Franklin was a philanderer. He, he would sleep with anything that's, that's why he that moved. Right. Uh, actually, I don't know that any of those were guys, but it, it wouldn't surprise me if it was because he was a Renaissance man and he saw people for what they were. That's right. A whole is a whole, and an open well, open mind. Uh, yeah. How do you think he got the idea for electricity? Yeah. Uh, he was smoking some of Washington's Eureka! special breed of marijuana. Because Washington... George like W. A- Washington was a saint! He who smoked a, saint. a lot of weed. <laughs> he did. That's why he was so saintly. He's like, whatever, man. Look, you know, I'm only going to do this thing for eight years. Then you sons of bitches on your own. I got some shit to do. Y'all, y'all just do your own thing. I got to get back to cultivating my crop. Who's got my tank away? But I kind of feel I kind of feel that uh, these um, uh, other grand lodges and whatnot—they're just uh, forgetting where we came from. A lot of lodges do. A lot of grand lodges well, do. All of them. They're not forgetting forgotten. where they came from. All of them. Where we came from. I mean, where they came from was where their daddies came from. So mm. you know, fundamentalist movement, early twentieth century. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's just. Do you really want to be on the wrong side of this? Do you want to be on the new? I mean, because it's obvious that uh, you know you don't keep people as an ousted minority in this country for long, right? Do you like like just looking at it practically? Do you want to be one of the people who stood against the rights of others? I do it all the time. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. They're know trying to mean. say because it's a because we're private that it's different. And I can I can understand that argument, but then can you extend that argument to not letting in a black guy? Because to me, that is as wrong as wrong can be, and I agree. so is the I same agree. thing with a gay person. I agree, but having something written down in stone essentially is that's that's completely wrong. Having it written down, if a lodge doesn't want a, you know, if you got I'll, like... I'll say what I think you're... Go ahead. I know what you're going to say, and I really wish was you he wouldn't, gonna say go that? on. If a lodge wants to vote on who they want to vote on, that's their business. No, it's not. Mm. Brothers, I, I mean... Brothers, we need to take care of this issue. At the ballot box. At, with the ballot box. We, we can't be re- jeopardizing our, our, our 501c taxation status. <laughs> so, we got to get this one right. In my eyes, if you could prove a dude got blackballed solely, solely because he was a homosex, mm-hmm. I think that I know you couldn't. I well, said if you could in this imaginary you, you world, could. and if here's you could, why I agree. we have the magic override for the ballot that I don't really want to talk about on the show. But if you no, don't know of it, you that's should in the know past of Masters it. Book of Secrets. You should know of it as the senior warden. I'll, I'll tell you about it later. After, yeah, we'll talk about this it. I'll need to know that too. The fraternity yeah. does have a mechanism for preventing that phone sort of going thing off at the same from happening. If the master and the wardens and, and the powers that be understand what's going on, we can protect ourselves from that kind of chicanery. Uh, a lot of you brothers know what I'm talking about. We're going to coach some of our officers here after the but, show. 
Yeah. But if it could be proved. But we should leave things up to the individual lodges. Do you think we should leave up letting a black dude into individual lodges? I don't think you should put it could the, cause disharmony. I don't think the Grand Lodge of anywhere should put a stipulation other than what is in my obligation that I took. You know, it's a fraternity. We're you know, we're men of lawful age. Um but any type of a man, as long as they meet that those few criteria, higher power, that sort of thing, we shouldn't judge them on the way they were born. Immutable status. Right. Yes. We shouldn't judge them on the way they were born. Now, so if, what you're if, saying they, is, if they're an atheist, <clears throat> that's, that's the, that was their choice. What if, to what do if they're a Muslim and your entire lodge is Christian? They don't want these raghead Muslims up in here riding their camels well, and even, praying to the Allah. Well, I've even had that conversation with some of the guys at my lodge, and, and uh, they wouldn't have a problem with it. They wouldn't, but I know some that would. Right. But see, that again, that might not be... <laughs> One of them, you were sitting in this very chair, turning Ooh. red in the face about <laughs> last week, and it was <laughs> funny as hell. Right. Well, it's just, it's just one of those things, man. Um, oh, you missed out. Change is slow. It is slow, but when Grand Lodge puts it on the books, we don't let in the homosexuals. That's First of all, that is well beyond, and lodges shouldn't consider that as a reason for admittance or non-admittance. I agree. Furthermore, Character when of the Grand Lodge of Tajikistan says that Freemasonry has its roots in the Holy Quran, which is that Allah is the only God and Muhammad is his prophet, and if you believe otherwise, you can't be a Mason, Admiral that would be just as bad... As, as a lodge here saying something crazy like, this is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and if you don't like it, you're not allowed in. Um, same thing. I mean, it, it would be like the same thing. Fortunately, no Grand Lodge here has uh, ever said anything that crazy to my knowledge. That's <laughs> just Tajikistan. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, when official statements start coming out of Grand Lodges like that, it should be incumbent upon the Grand Lodges of the other jurisdictions to reconsider the regularity of that jurisdiction but all of them are too afraid of upsetting the status quo and standing up for, you know, the What's pillars right. of our fraternity. Right. Mostly because that stuff had happened with West Virginia and Ohio forever ago. What we discovered is if anybody makes a ripple in the pond that is the United States recognition system, shit gets complicated really fast. It's a house of cards, and, man. And everything so, comes tamla. You can't you can't even go visit a lodge in your state. You got to just stay at your home lodge for two years. Yeah, everyone <laughs> took everyone took the wrong course of action and backpedaled on the West Virginia issue. Hell, some people got scared just, and just Skyped into Lodge. Just to just to save the the jurisdiction recognition system that we have in North America because nobody would ever figured out what happens if two states pull recognition. Like, the whole thing just comes untangled. I mean, we don't right. have to worry about it in, like, two years because all of West Virginia is just going to implode into a Mad Mike's-type scenario fueled by heroin and methamphetamines. Like, that's not going to be a government at all for long. That's just going to be, like, an area we don't go to, like, in the Lion King, the dark area. Yeah. Highways will be rerouted you know, around why West is it, Virginia. On a side note, that like these these senators that really hold up the works and cause like the most problems in Washington are always from those states like that. Like it was Senator Byrd from West Virginia forever, and now there's Mitch McConnell from Kentucky, 
And it's like, why? why you know, why is it? Here's the thing about Mitch McConnell, which, you know, his politics I, or whatever. I didn't want to go off on a political tangent. But that man yeah. has the most punchable face I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. Like, there's just something about his face that makes me want to yeah, grab him by his chicken neck and just Yeah, it's all pop, that, it's pop, all that pop, 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 Kentucky pop. fried chicken, man. It's, uh, and I, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like his, his head would act like a speed bag. It would just... Okay, okay. Term limits. I mean, just yeah, like yeah. an imaginary cartoon world. Like I would, if I saw the man, I'm sure I probably wouldn't grab him by the neck and punch him okay. in the face. I wasn't trying to get to the side effects of Kentucky Fried Chicken as much as I was trying to get at uh, where B Rad was going. Okay, that, Kentucky uh, Fried Chicken sucks. First of all, it's yeah, Popeyes or it's nothing. B-Rad. Yeah, where I was going was Freemasonry has this staunch concept of term limits, and so Grand Masters, like the Grand Master of Tajikistan. Uh, tend to be short lived, which the which the population of Tajikistan is saying this won't even stand at Grant Lodge. Like yeah. they're gonna like, but you've already kicked out this yes. guy, and everybody said, well, why we shouldn't kick out this guy? You, like you've already like went on a kicking out rampage. I no, went around the went around the, the whole country of Tajikistan. Said you going to Grand Lodge? <clears throat> how you gonna vote on this? All right, you're out. So, That's pretty you know. much what he's done. Yeah. <laughs> but but here's the thing: is he is harmed the fraternity past the state uh, or country sorry yeah. i guess it's a country of ticker stand and because now whenever you think of freemasons the last article you saw according to the recency theory was about how we hate the homosexes yes no now we're a bunch of you know prejudiced homosex hating yes you know fag bashers no matter how much philanthropy you do it won't cover up hate yeah yeah no it won't imagine if we didn't have term limits and he could just be Grandmaster again. Hmm. Forever? Well, Welcome I mean, to Costco. Well, I love that, you. That's where I was right. going with the senator metaphor before you brought up the KFC gobbleneck and Mitch McConnell and all that. Um, you brought up Mitch McConnell. I just brought up the fact he has right. a very punchable yeah, face. Yeah, but what I was bringing that up in the context of Bird from West Virginia, Mitch McConnell from Kentucky. Like, these figures last forever because there are no term limits. So if we didn't have term limits as, like, a Masonic almost landmarks not really a landmark but most places have them then the grand master of tajikistan could just stay around haunting the rest of the world's fraternity forever like some kind of evil dictator because maybe the people in tajikistan like the guy and they would they would re-elect him because that seems to be what happened in west virginia well you either re-elect him or you get expelled from the fraternity leaders are like diapers they need to be changed they need to be changed from time to time but they are necessary they are necessary. They keep the poo from being on the floor. That's right. But but they but here's the do thing. have to be changed. <clears throat> and, and I know this is an unmasonic discussion right now, gentlemen. Make no doubt. If I get kicked out because I talked about some dude being a bigot, I'm all right with that. Um, he, through his actions, are affecting uh, Freemasons in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, in the Republic of California, the New Republic of California, which is only in fallout, but they've even heard about it. Mm-hmm. Um, those bears mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. two heads. Those those <laughs> those guys on Serenity Lodge up there are still uh, still flipping. The guys stuff on the moon have heard about Spinning. it, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, Canadian Masons are having like like he's affected Masonry in most of the English speaking world, which is ironic, being from Tajikistan. Because yeah. you may have a homosexual that is going to be the next uh, George W. Washington for this fraternity, but he's a homosexual and he loves the dudes. He loves him some dudes. Some dreamy Fox Mulder type dudes, kind of like you, and then he, <laughs> and then he doesn't join because 
because he's looking into it, and the, one of the first things that pops up when he does a Google search is we don't let him be a fag. Homo ain't gonna, you right. ain't gonna be a a brownie or a figet well, and be a member of my train. And so then he doesn't join. Why don't we just put up the Thundercat call for any of the uh, you know bring up the sword and just and just like make the call for any any man who's gay or otherwise. Just hey, you know what? Find a lodge, join it, infiltrate. Be a part yeah, of we, should, we should probably just we go to Walmart, stand, stand, stand next to right. the greeter, Put out the and just call. hand out petitions to every male that walks in the door. That's that's what that's what if Josh already states. <laughs> but he does that at his workplace. If only, different. if only our state had some kind of rewards-based system for bringing people into this fraternity. Well, if you, like every petition okay. you turned in, maybe you we, got a certain number of are points. Are we not doing the sunshades anymore? And then at some no, point, we do, and, and and there's a catalog. There's a new catalog that came out. Now, listen, guys. Listen, 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 listen. If you sell two memberships, listen. If you sell two memberships, just two, everybody in this room can sell two memberships. You sell two memberships, you're going to get a paddle ball. A paddle ball that is the top of the line paddle ball. The string is guaranteed not to break for four years. Everybody in this room can sell two memberships. Everybody in this room can do this. And if you do this, this school, I mean, fraternity will benefit. This this lodge (laughs) will benefit. Everything will be great. But now, listen. Listen, I don't want you to stop at two. I don't want you to stop at two memberships. Don't you stop at two memberships. We need more than two memberships from everybody in this room. If you get five memberships, just five memberships, everybody can get five memberships. You're going to get this light-up, handheld Gravity Falls keychain. It's got Bill on it. It's great. It lights up. You can find your keys anytime you want to. It's fantastic. Everybody in this room can sell five keychains. Let me finish the presentation to save your questions for after. Now, listen, listen. There's a whole catalog here. There's a lot of gifts, but I got to tell you about the big prize, guys. The big prize. The biggest prize ever. Now, we are only going to give out one in each school. The top, I mean, lodge. The top seller at this school, lodge, is going to get, Patricia, could you wheel that out? This shiny red Pee Wee Herman replica bicycle with a horn and a working headlight. (laughs) A working headlight. This bicycle could be yours today if you sell more memberships than anyone else here at this fraternity now get out there and sell some memberships uh, h- how many how many petitions do i have to get signed to get one of those cool things that the chaplain had that the little ball with the propellers on it 10 memberships it that's in the catalog you'll get your catalog later you can get that we're also selling candy bars sell a candy bar with every membership mostly because because brother brother cubed and i were, were over here on wednesday and 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 we touched it and it started jumping all over the room making that crazy music and scared the hell out of us i was a little disappointed the battery was dead on this morning it's kind of cool it's like eight bucks it, it is kind of cool uh, I, I would like one, so I, I have to. I have to get ten petitions. Or you can order one for eight bucks. Just, just buy it because you're a grown man. <laughs> now, Jason, yes. I am with you on the ridiculousness of that type of a program because, uh, well, I don't think anybody should be rewarded in that fashion for bringing somebody into a fraternity that's going to reward them 10 times as much as that what? any kind of program can give you. Like seeing your friend and neighbor that you know and trust that you've brought in here get raised to the sublime degree of Master Mason is right. enough reward. Screw you. It is. How, however... Harlan's all about... How, however... Now, what is in this for me? <laughs> hold on. How, however... I, I sunshade. I do think that there is something to acknowledging an individual who brings in a certain amount of people into a lodge that end up being quality individuals. No. 
No, because you're gonna because you're growing the craft. No, that's no, all no, you, that's no. Because Josh, Josh, your job isn't is to grow the craft. All right. Nobody's job. I, to I thought was to make masons. Right, no. worshipful landscaper yes, Josh. When they come to us. Right, worshipful landscaper Josh went went through at his work and invited like every landscaper there. Got them in here. Now, now these guys look like they're turning out to be pretty good additions to the fraternity. Yes. But that worked out this this one time. We rolled the dice and we got the roll we wanted on the first try. We don't want to encourage him to keep to do this again. Because the next time we're probably not going to get snake eyes. But we're probably okay, get like crazy. I understand you're making the Josh joke, but here's what it is: ballot box. Josh goes and works at this place that is somewhat affiliated with our fraternity. Mm-hmm. It's it's a philandering arm of our fraternity. So they're exposed to him. So they know masons, but the masons they know are the purple people eating type masons, mm-hmm. and they don't really want to be involved. Like masonry sounds cool, but these purple suits and ties and uptightness, and then they say, I don't, I don't really want to have a stick in my butt. Then Josh shows up covered in tattoos. What up, brother? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I'm a mason too. <laughs> Look at my tattoos. Can't you tell from all of my fifty masonic tattoos? And uh, they're like, whoa, 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 you can be a mason. So then that changes the nature of the fraternity. Like in their head, it was just you know stuffed shirts Harlan. And, and it was harlan it was a bunch of harlan it was a bunch of harlan's and then it's like harlan's and josh and everyone in between mm-hmm. so now they want to be a part of it that's why you keep josh <laughs> around because you get to be I the love, in between i love that that's the two ends of the spectrum <laughs> harlan and josh, harlan and josh. Jason, jason likes being in the in between if, if it wasn't for landscaper josh he would be the other end of the spectrum. No, so he's, he's in the same end as Josh. He's just in a, on a no, 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 right. no, no, no. I know he's got to have him so he can be in between. Right. No, I'm in the middle. So it's can like, point to him. Like in between is right here. It's like Jason case. looks <laughs> like middle, no. Right. It's like Jason looks like Josh, but he went to college. Your mom went to college. Uh, she went to nursing school. I don't know if you'd call that college or not. It is. Yeah, my my I, I paid for that. It's not an RN. It's LPN. It's not. It's college. Is that so I mean, college? There's a, there's a pretty loose definition to college. It's like two yeah. years. I mean, it's you can go like, to you can go to Phoenix and get an associate's right. degree. And, uh, you don't even okay. have to physically okay. go that's somewhere to go nobody, to college. Nobody gets a degree from Phoenix. Everybody signs up for Phoenix, pays for Phoenix for the rest of their life, but nobody ever really graduates from Phoenix. There's that's like why, three dudes who have done it. Yeah. And they've all been on the commercials. And that's why when you find one, they're like, everybody's super impressed. Like, you, you finished a degree on Phoenix? Huh. Well, I'm going to go ahead and give you a job because... Yeah. <laughs> huh. A hot day. You're must, the only one I ever must be met. tenacious. I mean, did you just pay a bunch of money and they just went in and gave it to you? Or? No. Huh. Now those would be the mail order degrees, like the uh, superintendent from the school. Yeah, I got mine has. from Sally Fields. Yeah. I thought I was getting an African kid, <laughs> but turned out it was a degree in electrical engineering. Didn't know. Hmm. But so you don't think that any, that somebody that grows the craft no deserves any sort of recognition no because you shouldn't no. be growing the craft they have hold on they you have shouldn't the recognition be growing of the craft for stuff well, not for no, stuff no, no, you no, should no, be no 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 I'm talking about you all I'm should, talking about is acknowledgement ah maybe a, sorry hit my mic maybe a certificate at no, the most no you just no, print, you print off still a doing it for the wrong reason no it's a, if you're doing it for no. anything no he took his doing he took his seal of approval back you've lost the seal of approval. So right. here's the of thing. This discussion. Here's the thing. Like the men we want to be a mason, right? Are the men who seek us out. Sure. So I don't want you out there recruiting to be the guy that they seek out. I never said. I want invite. them. To, I want it. I want. I know you didn't, but I'm saying if you're going to be the top guy, the only way that that works out in an ideal world where only the people who are seeking us out come to us 
is pure random and happenstance. You didn't do anything to make that happen. You're just the guy they talked to first. No, you did. You were you were out there, and they saw you, and they know that you're a mason, and they they like what you do. Like that's, that's but that's random and happenstance. The guy yeah. they that that means they know you as a mason. Right. I see. I see what what B Rad from the block here is saying. Um, and and, and I'm despite kind of, all the rocks he's got. Yeah, I'm kind of in the middle of you two on this because. I think they do deserve some recognition, but not in the form of formal recognition that uh, Scotty here is proposing. But you do get the recognition of your brothers. Like, your brothers know that you're doing that. Yeah, they, like, they shake your hand. They appreciate you. You might even get a standing ovation in Lodge at some point. But Or if well, you're like Josh, three assholes will make fun yeah. of you for it down the road. Yeah. Even if it's just what he, Harlan's when talking about. Fair, I'm on board when with you start it. To be fair, Josh could have saved 35 kids from a house fire, and I'd still be making fun of him. No, well, we, yeah. well, he probably started the fire with a meth lab. I'm still gonna make fun of Josh. Okay. Josh knows I'm gonna make fun of him, That's fair. and he's gonna giggle along because with if it. If we started, if we right, started right. patting him on the head and telling him what a good guy he was, he's gonna stop trying. He would be terrified, right? Yeah. Like he would. What? What did I do? Are these guys trying to kill me? Like he would be yeah. panicked. He'd run back to Mexico. We'd never see him again. This is this is the only way he keeps trying. Yeah. His his whole his whole thing is trying to impress us. You know, he's Great. probably gonna hear this, right? No, no I don't gonna. know that he's figured out how to use the podcast. <laughs> The only ones he hears are the ones he's well, here I don't, for. I don't know. Are we still are we still listed on my Freemasonry? Maybe. He, if he's, <laughs> that's where he Y'all know like he's he, moved over he to Facebook, finally mostly. made a subreddit account, right? He's been on our subreddit. Oh, oh boy. No? Who is yeah. he? Hey, you know who else did is the uh, past grand has been. I uh, saw that. Yeah. Yeah. I saw yeah. that because he had the highest rated comment on the last show's yeah. post, which was kind of funny because... I upvoted it. Yeah. That's because you had to because he was... Hey. I, I think everybody who knew who he was no. did. <laughs> oh no! Uh, hang on, no, we gotta. No, 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 no. Um. Anyway, um. Don't upvote the has been. No, he feels like he has to, so he can get some sort of an award. <laughs> No, we're afraid of getting expelled. If you if you don't upvote his post, just upvoting him out. gives you five points. I want to clarify the, something though. Yeah. Any of that comes from Lord me system. being a younger member, and, and all you guys here, except excluding Jason here, are about my age. You know what? Mm-hmm. You need an entire bouquet of phalluses. Go on. <laughs> anyway, you're gonna be mean to my, him because he's right. My point is under forty. My point is is that being a young member, and mostly there being older lodges out there right it is my duty to help cultivate the lodge in the best way i can which and is not a billboard oh, or hand up to, right sorry, right sorry. now i i have only i was raised in 2013 and uh i'm still learning a whole lot and i'm trying to the do's and don'ts and what's preferred and what's not preferred and what everybody in the kind of middle of the road stuff and you know what, though? Without throwing out these ideas and, and trying new things, we're not going to get anywhere. I understand what you're saying, but I, I think you, you misunderstand the reason why we don't recruit. No, I don't. I don't misunderstand it. Okay, why? You I, don't even know what I'm going to say, so you don't know whether you misunderstand <laughs> what I'm going to say or not. You said it like three times. Go on. No, I haven't said this point, but go on. Let's, okay. Well, make your, make your point then. Okay. So, do you believe it's important to guard our West Gate? I do. What does that mean? That you. means anybody that anybody that comes. Is he undoing his shirt right now? I, don't, uh, I, I think don't. Ar- I think Arla's just done with this show. I don't know what's happening. What the hell? I like where this is going. I, All right. I'm a little scared of where it's I going. Have just no idea. 
Garden of Roses. Did you just take a picture? I did. He did. That, is, that, is, that is going to Amy immediately. Garden the Westgate. Oh, she got it too. Everybody's got it. Oh, no. I'm, Garden the Westgate, you know, you, you check these guys out. <laughs> you check these guys out and you do everything you can That's to make sure cyber that they're <laughs> I'm calling the hotline. The Board of Education has a cyber bully hotline and I'm turning you in. You call the hotline on me, you'll never lodge. get that bike. Oh, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm here. I'm here. I'm sorry. He took off his shirt and put a silver proof on his mouth and you expect me not to be distracted by that? I don't understand what he was trying to do. I, I, I don't I either. He does something like he does do. something like that every so, show. So uh, what's next on the whiteboard? <laughs> but uh, guarding the Westgate. Yeah. You just you check these guys out. You do your background check. You maybe visit them at their home and talk mm-hmm. to them. Do everything you can to make sure they're a quality yeah. person. If they're not a quality person, they don't get passed. Okay. If you are a part of that committee to go in, the investigating committee. To go go visit them and well, you're going way them. too in depth on me. I mean, okay. we all know this. But, but if you're part of that and you and you come back unfavorable, you can always blackball when yeah. that night comes. Now let me let, let me say what you missed all is right. you missed the AT, ADT system around the perimeter of our West Gate, which is the only people who should find our West Gate to even be admitted or not admitted are people who come looking for us. If we're out there trying to get everyone and make ourselves super well known, you're going to have a whole lot more people that shouldn't be coming through that West Gate, walking through that West Gate because they stumbled out of the bar and it's the next door they can get into and they thought it was their car. Well, that's where that black ball comes in. And let's, let's but you not... don't know that. But you, see, you don't know that. Whenever you're whenever you're drawing people who didn't seek you out, it's really hard to understand why they're there. Because we're not a secret society, as people like to say. Yeah, yeah, we're a that, society. That was where I was going. Is I've heard too much of that when I've been traveling around at these things too. With the we got nothing secret. You can find it all out on the internet. Yada yada yada. The only secrets are that you know that. that I mean all that stuff. But basically, I don't like that. You're going to get a lot more people who are wanting to join for the wrong reason when when yeah. you do that. And then I'm you're an also going to like 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 I'm not a particular fan of 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 Skittles. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really care for Skittles. Like, when I go to the store, one of the things on my list ain't Skittles. But if I'm checking out and there's some Skittles sitting right there, I'm like, eh, f- Skittles. And I'll grab a pack of Skittles. Normally, if those Skittles weren't sitting right there in my face, I'm not buying Skittles. I'm not going to the candy aisle to buy right. Skittles. Impulse buy. I don't want right. Skittles. So if I'm not seeking out Freemasonry, and Freemasonry maybe is not a good fit for me, but it's right here at the checkout line because you're standing at the end of it handing me a petition, Eh. And a sunshade. I'll try some Skittles. I yep. never would have been a Mason if it wasn't for the fair. Yeah. I, I don't have a problem with the fair. Because you still seek them out. Like, you stopped and you talked to them and you engaged them in conversation. Where I have a problem is when you're putting a billboard on I... Because most people that go to the fair and walk past that I booth... I would that one. Oh, f- Most people that go to the fair and walk, and walk around in that area... Right. Never stop at that booth. Never even oh, acknowledge it's I've there. I've been there. They don't even recognize that it's there the reason you recognized it was there and the reason you stopped and talked to them is you already had that interest you were already kind of seeking something out that's true and freemasonry fell into those guidelines you already knew a little bit right you would or you had already done a little bit of searching on it yep. whereas if you put up some cryptic billboard on the side of the major expressway in town mm-hmm. you're not searching anymore you're advertising and 
the other end of this is I don't really like this whole new fascination with let's not be secretive anymore. Let's yeah. throw ourselves out there. There's something First to be said all, for the discretion of this fraternity. There's that. And like second we, of all, if you want to look at it from a marketing aspect of getting new members, oh, yeah. the secrecy is one of the biggest things, one well, of our biggest selling hipsters, points. Yeah, though. that's true. That's how you get all Not the necessarily. Like a lot of people just think it's super cool. Yeah. But no, there, there's, there's. I'm a very, member of the Illuminati. There's some very practical elements to Luminati. being the withdrawn fraternity that we have historically been. And that is that when we do decide to speak about something, People we, listen. We get listened to a lot more carefully than if we're just another group out there peddling for your membership. And so that's enabled us in the past to take a stance on things that the fraternity as a whole thinks is important and, and enact some real societal change. Sometimes not necessarily for the better, but, but we had that ability. It gave us gravitas, as because, it were. Because right. we were the, the silent... Do you like that word, gravitas? The silent lodge on the hill, if you will. That everybody, everybody knows you're there, and they've got some kind of vague idea because they see you at the fair. But there's they, mystery they know, to it. They know that you're doing stuff with the kids. Like it's not plastered all what, over what? everything. No, we're, no. Rephrase. You're doing stuff for the kids. Uh, you're, Thank you. You're giving them scholarships, and you're buying food for kids and all all that stuff that we do. A lot of people have some ideas that like we we do that kind of stuff. But the fact that we're not out like advertising all the things that we're doing, and like, hey, we're here, we're Masons, come be one of us. That that adds some respectability to our fraternity. I agree. But if you look, some at the, people think it's elitist, but it's it's really just it's it's a respectability issue. We're, like we're, we're the lodge we're on private. the hill. We're we're off yeah. in the distance. And, and if you look at and back to the charity aspect, if you look at the things that our lodge in particular mm-hmm. like publicizes, we don't publicize when we do something for somebody's down on their luck. The <laughs> things we are going to publicize is whenever we're giving away a scholarship because this kids worked hard and got good grades. Right. Right. That's the things that we're going to take the pictures for and yeah. be like, hey, look at this kid. Because you're not, you're recognizing the kid yes, for doing hard. Like, it's that's a 50 50 thing there. Like, you're yeah. promoting the, the efforts of the recipient as well. But if somebody, you know, can't afford some shoes for their kids for the new school year, like, we're just, we've done that. Uh, actually, after the fair, if you recall, like, yeah. the, that whole thing came up about some kids that, uh, that the deputy knew and like they were having some hard time. And, it, we were, it, and here's how that conversation went down over themselves to pull out their wallets. Like, what can we do? Yeah. Let's, here's let's, how that conversation went down. I know some yeah. kids that need some shoes that were out here working this week or clothes or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And we're all like, okay, that's done. Now, how are we going to do it? So that nobody knows that it had to be done. That was the majority of the conversation was how to do it so that the kids yeah. don't get the embarrassment. Right. As a, and, and, and those kids are going to find out eventually and other people are going to find out eventually. And it means a lot more to them later when they figure out, like, the Masons did this for me and I didn't when even When they know. can actually join and they think back, those those guys didn't, like, parade me in front of people to show how good like, they were. They just kind of did it. I have a personal example of this. Uh, as, as some of you know, uh, B-Rad, Scotty, I, I don't know if you do, but <clears throat> uh, my, my upbringing was not from a particularly wealthy uh, background. He grew up agrarian. Uh, trailer park is probably a better term, but yeah. Uh, I'm making fun so, of the time you told me you know yes. how to do stuff because you grew up agrarian. So... Anyway, a lot of times I was going to school wearing uh, wearing the the pants that were handed over from like the local philanthropy or whatever. And right. They didn't really fit and so on. I got made fun of a lot through school, but you got made fun of a lot through life. Yeah, well, but not because of that. Just because no, it was all because of that. That's the problem. I didn't start getting. I've never made fun of you because of your money because you've always had more than me. But well, he's a, but he's, a, he's wearing me. nicer clothes now, at least. So. Anyway, nice when now. I got to he's, high school, he's with the other end. He, he uh, now dri- he's wearing a button-up shirt to a Sunday morning recording. I'm wearing a button-up shirt as well, but yeah. I got it from Costco. Uh, I got this as a gift, so 
Um, I'm I'm wearing a t-shirt. She's wearing a t-shirt. He's wearing a t-shirt and board shorts and black socks. Anyway, whatever. Where I'm going with this is uh, even into early high school, uh, like the school administrators knew that like I didn't have a lot in the way of money and so on. But I was really involved in, in stuff at school. Uh, one of them was this trip that that we were taking down to Orlando for a competition, mm-hmm. and cheerleading. I was out uh, selling the candy bars, doing whatever I could to like show that I was making some kind of effort because I wanted to go, but I couldn't afford it. And so they told me, "No, no, you're going. Don't worry about it." And I just thought that, like, you know, the the school or the program directors or whoever had looked at like all the effort I was putting in to sell candy bars and shit to be able to right. go. And I got to go, and I had, like, this trip that I, I still remember. It was, like, a big thing in high school. To where he lost his virginity. Well, I've got a good buddy who I hung around with in high school, and his mom was rather well-to-do. Uh, and I went off to the academy, and while I was gone, I found out she'd passed away. Is this away. a Mrs. Robinson story? No. <laughs> she, she passed away. She had, like, some health problems and so on. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to this guy's sister who let it slip, like, oh, somehow it came up that she had paid my way through like all the stuff I did in high school. But like, I didn't have any idea that that was coming from her. And it was just my like buddy's mom, you know? And and that meant like so much more to me that she wasn't parading that around or any, she was trying to actively keep it a secret for me that like, she was the source of a lot of this funding. Mm -hmm. It's because because if you feed a stray dog, then more will come tomorrow. Well, I was already like at this guy's house like every other day. Right. It was dinner and whatnot. But, uh, and it's the same sort of thing. Like, I, I personally experience how that works. And I think that's how we should be approaching when we're helping out people. They're going to figure it out eventually. Right. But there's no need for us to like hold it out in front of them and be like, look at all this great stuff we're doing for you. Say thank you. Yeah. Completely agree. Shake them around. Look at this poor little kid. Yeah. See them shoes? We bought these shoes. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's part of where that fraternal discretion comes in. If we are that lodge on the hill, kind of that silent building that everybody kind of knows is there, and they're kind of weird. They do spooky rituals, whatever, but they do some good stuff. And right. Occasionally, you walk outside with a uh, goat antlers on your head <laughs> in a robe. Just, just every to keep now and again, we we do Tuscarora. mess we do mess with the neighborhood when we do master mason degrees, and we uh, we take those fellows around to the chamber, like off and wonder what the neighbors are. They're like, oh, God. That's to keep them from breaking in the place. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, I'm about to got money over. I'm going to go break it up. And hell no, you ain't. <laughs> Let me tell you what I saw very last Saturday night. You don't want no part of that building. Uh, so, uh, but. but put that, a hex on you. That kind of mystique is useful uh, for accomplishing our ends, even in, even in charity. Um, and, and I think we need to be pushing that more instead of running away from it. And this, this whole thing I've been doing the past month has been, we're a philanthropy, Freemasonry's always been, that's how it started, and I don't know how we got to be secretive, but like we don't need to do that no more. We, we need to be putting ourselves out there and telling everybody, and, and we shouldn't. Also, while we're on the subject, I personally don't think you ought to be pushing the fact you're a Freemason in your everyday life. I, I think you ought to kind of show it. If somebody asks, I mean, if somebody asks, you shouldn't hide it at all, or if you're talking about stuff you're involved in, you say you're lodge, you know, whatever. But, you know, we all know them guys who walk around with 13 different kinds of Masonic jewelry on, a, a, a Masonic belt buckle, Masonic shirt, Masonic hat. Uh, uh, let's not forget about my Masonic, Masonic clock. Masonic uh, clock on the their desk. The one I've got on my, on my neck. Like, the Flavor Flav style, yes. Uh, and, which I thought was, was the top thing uh, until our, our JJPM walked in with, with that Masonic hat, clock that hat. That trucker hat yeah. that has a clock on it. That is it. an awesome <laughs> hat. Wow. 
and, and you know, and, and we all know these guys, and, and you know, they've got thirty-one stickers on the back of their car for every little dependent body and non-dependent. It's body. It's like and, that meme haven't been at yeah, had been at home <laughs> since nineteen seventy-four. Yeah, and, and they're walking around. Oh, I'm Bob Johnson Freemason. Bob Johnson Freemason. Nice to meet you. I'm Bob Johnson Freemason. Right. What are you doing in your spare time, Bob? Well, I'm a Freemason. Let me tell you about all the good stuff we do over at the Freemasons Lodge. I'm a Freemason. Bob Johnson's here. And, Let me tell and, you, you about know, all the titles I have. <laughs> all the ends I got. Grand huh? illustrious um, high priest of the of the yeah. I mean, Grand Poobah. Here's my business card. It says I'm a. I, it gives all my Masonic titles on it. I know you're not a Mason, but you ought to know this about me. I'm a very big deal in the Illuminati. I'm a Bob Johnson Freemason. Nice well, there's to meet nothing you. wrong with uh you know if someone makes a comment about your Masonic ring or totally if, agree with right, that right and or, what, or see something on your car and they ask you about it and you have one of those old pamphlets that you give from your Grand Lodge that says this is what the Masons do and much, you just give that to them. Uh, I don't know about the pamphlet. I just sit down and talk to them for a little bit if they have questions. But much much like a Christian, they should know us by our works, right? Not by Bob Johnson Freemason, because sometimes not Bob by Johnson the ham sandwich yeah. that, that you get in the missionary in yeah. Africa. So uh, hear little boy eat the sandwich and talk about how much you love Jesus, yeah. right? Because yeah. like here's the thing: is sometimes <laughs> sometimes Bob Johnson turns out to be a shitty human being. And and he leaves a bad taste in people's mouths, and that can leave a stain on the fraternity. Whenever the first thing you think when you think Freemason is Bob Johnson, exactly. That's, a, that's the that one thing that everybody knows about him. Is, he's Freemason. Yeah. Bob yeah. Johnson, the Freemason. Why did that guy got pulled over for that DUI with the three hookers and the kid? Yeah. yeah. Why are you gotta bring that up again, dude? I'm, that's still being adjudicated. I go to court on that next week. Adjudicated. What me a Mason? Those Masons are weird, man. Right. Yeah. I gave the cop my. Alias of Bob Johnson. He didn't buy it. <laughs> he said, "Sir, I know Bob Johnson. He's a Freemason. And you're, you're no, no, Bob, you're no Bob, Bob Johnson. Bob Johnson is no Pikey. Get in the car, right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but, you know, it, it's just in, in some ways we shouldn't be invisible, but we shouldn't. We should stand in the shade, neither in the yes. light nor the darkness. That's yeah." Wear a cloak over like our that. face where you can just see our beady eyes looking that, at from underneath like a Jawa. Silent Lodge on the Hill is, is a metaphor I really like. Jawas were things in Star Wars. They were little midgets, and they had light bulbs for eyes. I don't know what the hell was under them robes, but all you could see was the robes and the little lit up. And they went, doo-doo, doo-doo-doo. <laughs> Drove around in a sand crawler. Uh, but, yeah, like That's that, a good one. The, That's the real Lodge good. Lodge on the Hill thing can I really like. you do Chewy, like. too? <laughs> Damn, how, many, how many hours of your life do you spend impersonating Star Wars? Well, most of them. <sighs> that's, that's that's just me voice. breathing. That wasn't an impression, y'all. That was just <laughs> me taking a breath. So, uh, no, I like it. We, we need to be visible in the sense that people know we're here, but that should be about the end of it. They see us doing a couple things, but... Occasionally we step out of the shadows and do the... Uh, Two fingers on our eye, yeah. pointing at them, maneuver. Well, we do that here in our town, but that just keeps the city council in line. They, we like, only we, do that to politicians. Yeah, really. we, we show up at the city council meeting every now and again, about, you know, like 12 of us, and we just kind of stand in the back. We don't even sit down in the audience. We just stand there and If the vote them. don't go our way, we storm out and slam a door slowly. Yeah. Well, go out slowly, to the car, put on the important. goat hat. <laughs> slowly is important. We all turn like in a military fashion and just single you file go out the door, door slowly. Right. Well, those doors over there have those pneumatic uh, yeah. arms on them. It's it's pneumatic. What, what's important? Right. Pneumatic. They have that those pneumatic, and uh-huh. it, when you open the door, yeah. like it'll take your arm off if you don't get out of the way fast enough. What's important <laughs> is that it doesn't make any noise. So it has to be obvious that you slammed it, but it's got to be silent. And so, because that really spooks people. They witches. 
They I'm telling you, man. They witches. Usually we uh, we take our, our uh, senior steward with us with his Baphomet belt buckle. He kind of stands in the middle, so the eyeballs, the little ruby red. Well, like, he stands in the middle. In it, like stare at the mayor. With his hands doing this yes. motion. I mean, usually just one casting of the polymorph spells enough to get everybody in line. It doesn't work on our mayor. Kamehameha. Uh, like, turns turns you, out he's already a jackass. Only, <laughs> you can only target uh, what, humans and... Uh, uh, he's a uh, member of our lodge. Edit that joke out. Mm. <laughs> Nah, he's got a good sense of humor. Also, uh, uh, did y'all notice last week Harlan edited out the joke he told that made him look like a supreme, supreme aho, but left in the part three minutes later no, where I, did I that said intentionally. for okay, I was thinking you had forgot later, it. It was thirty seconds later because I thought I'd waited long enough that he wouldn't listen that far to know <laughs> that I told everybody he edited out a joke that made him the look really bad. The only thing that I cut out was the statement itself, and it's because it was really bad for the brother at issue more so than me, and I didn't want to put that out there. Sure. Hmm. Sure. Uh, well, I mean, everybody's well aware. Everyone's well aware that I said something that I really shouldn't have said. In my defense, I didn't know, and uh, that's a whole other. Well, issue, I don't know but either, but I looked at him. Yeah. Okay. Well. Anyway, uh, a little bit of ignorance on my part, and I've never really paid that much attention. But uh, that's why that was clipped out, and it was to protect the brother in question. Because his lodge mates listen to the show. All right, let's go back to the future then. Put it together. No. Oh, you can't. I have to explain it after the show, or I'm pulling a Harlan. I don't get it. Remind me to tell, explain that joke to him after the show. Oh, okay. Because our audience is gonna appreciate you wasting their time with a joke you're not gonna explain to them. Just cut it out. Pretend you said something really bad right there. Uh, you don't hear an earthquake, which means he's not cutting it out. So, uh, is there any? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there's only like one more thing I feel like we have to bring up this week, just because I think it's something we ought to institute, is the Worshipful Master's Book of Secrets. Now, hold on. I talked about this with you like three years ago, and you said this is a terrible idea. You didn't frame it in I said I wanted to put together a binder. Nicholas Cage type. I wanted to put together right. a binder that was just for the master and put like my thoughts and organizational plans and issues in the lodge and so on and pass it off to the next guy and everybody could make their additions to it and so on. And you're like, eh, yeah, but no one's going to do that. It's kind of dumb. Uh, well, I was going to do it next year. Hang on. You completely I was, dismissed the hang on. We're going to do it next hang year. On. Oh, okay. Here's the reason I, I said no one's going to do that is I looked at the next two officers coming after you and they wouldn't have done that. Josh would have done that. Josh didn't, didn't even make an outgoing speech. You think he's going to write something in a book? He spells my name J-A-Y-S-U-N. Is that not how it's spelled? No. J-A-Y-S-O-N. Yes, thank you. Sorry. (laughs) (sighs) I like the idea. I I mean, if you want to do it, uh, go ahead. Maybe Jason won't shoot you down. I I went to a man whose advice at the time I still trusted and cared about, and Mm. he shot me down. So so this was a long time ago then. Well, I mean, I was master, what, like three years ago? Okay, first of all, that's a lie. You ruled me out of order every single lodge meeting that year. You did not trust me or value me as a person. Hmm. You humiliated and degraded me in every way a worship master can degrade and humiliate well, you were, a secretary. You were the secretary. In the same that way was, you would have just, done to him had that been no, the that case. Was just, that was just me doing. You ever watch those cartoons? And that's like why I put his name in to be a purple people eater because I knew what I was doing. I was like, y'all know who y'all are going to be a purple people eater? Harlan. He's been an that, excellent master this year. <laughs> The the coyote and the sheepdog, like when they go to work and they both clock in, it's mm-hmm. like morning Fred, morning Ralph, and then they like try to kill each other for a while, right. and then they clock out and have lunch together. Right. 
Yeah, master and secretary is kind of like that. I was just doing my job, dude. You can't take it personally. You're supposed to berate the secretary. If you haven't no, noticed, you're not. There's the nothing in keeps the room, it in line. If you haven't noticed, that's been happening to me since I took this office. My my point at the time was is that that's, the, like it's all because of him too. But it has nothing like, to like do with his you attitude being is what encourages all the other people to do it to you. Mm. Dude, I can't help if I'm the coolest person at this lodge and everybody wants to be me and acts like me. I can't that help that I'm a trendsetter. I can't help I'm a trendsetter. I, I thought you Harlan was reaching for his keyboard like... right there to mark down so he could cut what you just <laughs> you said. Were, you were the secretary for like 30 years, so it's all the young guys in this lodge know. They don't know like what a what a different secretary would be like. Yeah, they don't know what it can be. That's that's how like when you stake a baby elephant to the ground with with just like a little wooden stake when it's a full grown Stop, elephant. I'm gonna cry. It doesn't know that it can Stop, just pull this cry. little tiny wooden stake out cry. of the ground because it's all it knows. Jason, I'm gonna, dude, why you gotta bring up Dumbo? Sad. Elephant. Dumbo was never staked. Thought his mom was. I never really saw Dumbo to be honest with you. The plight of the there's elephants. A, there's that one scene horrible. where she's like rocking him in her trunk, but she's oh, inside yeah, the cage and he's outside the cage. That's oh, horrible. I know. Thanks mm. for spoiler alert. Mm. Dumbo's mom dies. You remember the? Hey, you remember the part in Up so where the whole animals. movie made you cry from the beginning to the end? I've never seen Up. It only, it's only the first like thirty seconds. No, no, because it's the first thirty seconds. That sets up the relationship. The next three minutes shows you the rest of their life. Then 30 seconds of her dying and him becoming lonely. And then the whole rest of the movie is him trying to do something for her. And then he finds out all she ever wanted was for him to go have his own adventure. Because all that was left in her adventure book was their life together. Thank you for ruining that movie for me now. And my kid, still you never want to watch this movie, dude. It wrecks your week. My kid loves this movie and watches it on repeat. And my mom says to me the other day, I don't know, dude, I've just been like really depressed lately. And so, I was like, you've watched Up every day for the past six weeks. So is this really like that depressing of a movie? Dude, it... Because I need it for my kid. You just see Inside Out. Wrecks, That's worse. It there's a wrecks thing you should know. your world. Like my daughter like cackles maniacally at the most inappropriate scenes in Disney movies. So like Nemo, like when Nemo's mom dies and like she's like cackling hysterically and then like all, all the bad stuff. There's a scene in... Uh, Bambi's uh, mom got shot. Oh, and, and, and Despicable Me <laughs> when, like, eat that little, bitch. When the little girls go to the lady and they're like, Did anybody come to adopt us today? And she's like, Let me think. Mm, no. And then my daughter just falls over laughing because it's the funniest thing ever. So she's a twisted human being. So I'm trying to. Uh... Have you ever seen that movie, uh, The Omen? Yes. I'm, any, not, I'm not afraid of, of any similarities. Child there. No, she's just. Uh, Has she, she cast she, some sort of spell on you? No, she is her father. You got dogs. She's her father. Oh, you daughter. do have dogs. You do, do. have vicious dogs. You yeah. got a vicious uh, Rottweiler. I do. Vicious, yeah, yeah. She's real vicious, dude. <laughs> she hurt me that one day when she tackled me licking my face. Ah, <laughs> uh, vicious like Josh's pit. This bulls dog is like the worst, dude. Investment. Josh's pit bulls had no idea those dogs were pit bulls, right? Josh's pit bull <laughs> thought it was a shit zoo, and you would sit down, and it would immediately try to get in your lap. And you're like, oh, you're squishing my balls, dog, move. No, there's it's like the worst guard dog ever. She was purchased to protect the family, and then like I'm worried if somebody ever broke into my house, she like if they pet her on the head, she'd help them pack the TV out. <laughs> like, I'm a good dog. Pet me again. Has no loyalty to him as an owner. There was one day I went over there, and uh, she was in the yard, and he was like, come on, come in the house, Lila. And I was like, no, come on, Lila, let's go for a car ride. And the dog, like, turned in circles for five minutes. Her master's sitting there going the house, and she's like, "Look, but I'm going to go with him. He's got a car. I'm going to go on a car ride, car ride, car ride. Shit, it's my master. I better go in the house. Nope, car ride. 
Nope. Just five minutes. That poor dog lost its mind out so there. You're saying he's got a pet squirrel. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> oh, but the dog is vicious to a certain type of profile. Oh yeah. No, she. Uh, the, the, she has a very racist dog. Hmm. Yes. That's funny. That's well. It's the strange it's, part. It's just against Indians. It's a little loves black people. Just a, hates Indians. A little embarrassing. Hmm. I think it's the dot when you're like walking through the park and uh, like you have to make excuses for your dog. She's letting everybody pet her, and then like this dude comes up, and she's like, you're "Like, I- I'm sorry, my my dog's a bit of a racist." Um, <laughs> the fact you say that out loud, like I'm sure diffuses the situation. I'm sorry, my dog's a racist. I don't well, know no, where she picked it up. I don't know what she's been I, watching. She went to a Trump rally last no, week. No, they they get it because like we go to the place with all the like rescue dogs and stuff. They get it. She came from a bad environment, dude, and there was a certain demographic that did God knows what to this dog, and now she hates them like all. It's yeah. You're not making it better. A certain demographic did something to this dog. Not like a black dude did something to no, this dog. No. no. Well, like all the black people's the way you made no, it no, sound no, did no, something no, to this dog. No, because because uh, black women are cool. It's just black men that she hates. So hmm. I, I don't know what to do about it. So we've just tried, black males between the ages of 18 and 40 we, is what tried, you're saying. We've tried associating If your her, dog was a cop, she would have done killed 50 well, black we were people. doing the rehabilitation thing. Like we tried to expose her and then like the, the professionals from the rescue now were like, no, just let this one go. Like, Maybe your dog's just a member of the clan. Maybe your dog Maybe. is just a racist. Well, I mean, like, yeah. Why you got to make excuses for her being a racist? She's just wrong. Your dog is just a racist. Uh, well, I mean, dog fighting is kind of a horrible thing, you asshole. Your dog was a dog fighter? Yes. That's what those trophies are from. I didn't know what kind of trophies. I thought you just took her to some dog shows. I was wondering I what was up with the boxing gloves. I didn't know she was a champion dog fighter. I didn't say she was a champion. I just said they were doing bad things to her. Well, she got trophies. I mean, she's alive. She yeah. got trophies. It's part of why uh, she's such a good dog, though. It's like, uh, I've got a good gig going here. I ain't doing nothing to screw this up. She's like a retired fighter. She's yeah. like Rocky and Rocky Five. Hung up her gloves. She's going to have to come back in for a street fight, though, one time when a dog moves into her neighborhood out, challenging like, her title. We, we first When we first got her, we were taking her for a walk. and like these Is she going to teach Apollo Creed's kid how to box? Maybe. Or how to dog fight? Maybe we'll box? get a puppy one day. Uh, obviously not. But oh, because yeah, uh, We had these, these right. people across the street that had like this this. His name is Apollo Creed. That's a sweet name. That is the blackest first and last name. Well, hmm. It's Grecian. close. It's pretty close. Apollo's Greek. Uh, I, I would say it was appropriate. You know what? There's a lot of people in Lesbos. Creed is also that. the name of that uh, weird old guy from The Office. It is. So. And a shitty rock band from the late 90s, early 2000s. Also is. That's You're doing Pearl Jam. Wait, are we singing Nirvana uh, yeah. now? No. What? Okay. Creed. Well, yeah. People ask me if I like Nirvana, Keep and up, uh, I always tell them no. Cause That's never, another reason I hate you. Because they never put anything new. And because you can't understand their lyrics, so there's that. <laughs> <laughs> what is this song about? I like Nirvana. I like that. I, like I bet you want to be cremated, too, dad joke. I, uh, I do like dad jokes. Uh, I'm brushing up. Dad yeah. jokes are fun, man. They are. Know. They're work-appropriate. Yeah, and when you Except have like a, a when dark. you have like a small child, like they think they're hilarious, right? And so you feel good about yourself the it's, first time. Well, I mean, like up until about the time they get to elementary school. But my dad never told jokes. Now that I think about, it, I don't think I ever heard my dad tell a joke ever. What he wasn't being extremely mean to me, like why'd you get that haircut? You look like a professional wrestler, idiot. I love you. <laughs> then he would laugh. 
No, he never said that. <laughs> he never said that as a joker for real. Wait, what did he say? I love you, son. He never said that. Welcome uh-huh. to the After Lodge podcast, exploring um, dad issues since 2014. But my grandpa, now my grandpa had some serious dad jokes that were edited for my uh, listening. Mostly anytime this man heard a horn blow, it was well below it because you blew it when you bought it. And still to this day, if I randomly hear a horn blow, that's what I say. Didn't understand that joke. I was about 18 years old and I put it together. It was just like all those words were just like a thing together. Then one day I analyzed it. Oh, shit. He's making fun of their car. Mm-hmm. That story went nowhere. I'm glad I wasted time on that. Uh, gentlemen, I'm going to have to uh, ask uh, to pass the hat around. Uh, being that we are approaching the two-hour mark, and I've already filled up our hosting quota for the month Jesus, on the past two episodes. It. Well, tomorrow's uh, a new month. I'm going to have to upgrade our... Sir, the responsibility is on you for ending the show sooner before we fall into yeah. whatever we've been talking about the last five minutes. You're the producer. I've been alarmed at the increasing it, uh, Sir, if I could reach anything that stopped this show from continuing, I would push <laughs> those buttons, turn those knobs, or unplug whatever I had to. Uh, you should uh, know... Uh, that we we tend to range at about uh, 55 megabytes per hour, hmm. uh, and we have a 200 megabyte per month quota. Did you get the bun- well, button under? Let's, uh, so let's continue talking about it so as to add to. I need you to start cutting us. Said, you need uh, to keep track of the math of when the quota resets, so we can make sure I don't have to keep upgrading our hosting because I upgrade it for like to get one or two shows posted, and then I downgrade it again, and it's it's like this constant bouncing act. I probably just need to pay for the more expensive plan and keep How it. much are we talking about? up to me, every show would be 40 minutes. Uh, I think it's like an extra 20 bucks a month. Holy shnikes. Uh, to expand, so... Alright, well, I say low man on Totem Pole pays this month. Scott, what's up? Brother Q. got the wallet. Uh, I got a kid coming, bro. <laughs> <laughs> First one. Hey, bro. <laughs> uh, uh, I will accept this. We'll discuss it after the show when it's not costing us money to say it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we literally pay by the minute for this show. <laughs> well, Kickstarter after Lodge, apparently. Uh, Do a GoFundMe account like the rest Patreon. of Patreon. Buy a t-shirt or something. I would That's buy an whole, after Lodge t-shirt. I really yeah. would. A lot Hold of up. people have said that, and they've also said they'd buy a lot of things, and we have yet to sell them. Also true. Or a pin. We've talked about it a lot, uh, and then we just... That's kind of what we do on the show, is a lot of talk and mm-hmm. not a lot of doing. Right. Very little action. You have a producer, um, don't you? Who? No. Yeah, but he Where? produces, like, our BS, not He's our producer products. in name only. Uh, Pro- title, please. That's a job. Producer in title, That's not a job for Tony. He wants a stake in the podcast. There we go. He's never here. We can make him our material production producer dude and have him material go run with production. that stuff. I don't know. If y'all... I mean, if... Like, give us some feedback on Facebook and on Reddit and stuff. If you guys would, like, really buy some stuff, we might upfront I mean, some if money. You're, if so you're so this is the show. We've got, like, two, three hundred potential extra listeners. We're just going to go ahead and yeah. take the advertising. Well, oh, yeah. Use code after don't, lodge don't on even, Audible. Don't even leave them in. <laughs> yeah, so. Get a free audio book this month while you're there. Uh, search a Order book on Canada gold. Dry tin. Yeah, enjoy Read your book on gold. Uh, with a um, fresh glass of... Canada Dry Tin. Same great taste. Only 10 calories. Then call 1-800-GOLDLINE for special prices on gold. Uh, 
Nature Box, sending uh, healthy snacks directly to your door. Blue Apron, now, prepare now, meals at home. I had, I had box, the Bark Box. Bark, I bark had box. the best sleep this <laughs> I don't know how many Bark Boxes you get. <laughs> I don't. I get loot crates like out the ass, though. I, I don't get many of those. I get tons of loot crates and horror boxes and uh, anime boxes. No, so, I get Bark Boxes. Gentlemen, I've had one of the best night's sleep I've ever had in my life, like all of this week. And it's because I decided to upgrade to Bowling Branch Sheets. Uh, incredibly Ooh, affordable. How many thread counter those? Uh, you know, I don't even know, but I know some presidents have slept on them. Did you so, hear about Trunk Club? Trunk Club is a men's clothing place that will take your measurements and send you clothes every month based on your personal preferences. You only keep what you want and send the rest back. Fantastic. But can you use promo code after lodge? Absolutely you because can. Because you can with Bowling Branch Sheets. Um, yeah, and let's not uh, forget to... Uh, if you don't chew big red gum, F you. <laughs> <laughs> Most of American cities have been taken over by wild dogs. Great. We've just, right, we just de- devolved you know into Ricky Bobby quotes this at this point. This has been episode 113 of the After Lodge podcast. Brought to you from the... Uh, uh, we're not... I don't know what to say since Jason's not smoking anymore. Um, brought to you from the soon-to-be smoke-filled back room of a local lodge in a small town near you. You can find the show notes for this or any previously published episode at www.afterlodge.com. You can find us on Facebook, as many of uh, Brother Chris Hodak's fans have done, uh, at After Lodge. We're also on Twitter with the same handle. Shoot us an email at afterlodge at gmail.com. You can find some Masons on IRC at irc.snoonet.org. Pound sign, Freemasonry. Uh, I will be unbanned one day. Uh, So if you hang around there long enough, you never know. I might pop in. Uh, Mitos said I have to pay him some ransom and whatnot. It's it's a long, big, complicated thing. Uh, oh, he the ransom's not the issue. He wants the written apology, which I'm not doing. So not never said I'm sorry. I'm, I'm ever. still waiting on that too, Mitos. He's never said those words. But individually, he has. I'm gonna start my own IRC. Like, you're gonna channel. be sorry, and I'm gonna make you sorry. I'm like, sorry. I'm sorry. I have been to, in the same sentence. Yeah, I'm sorry. I have to do this to you. Yes. There we go. Starting my own channel talk about it in the future on the after lodge network it's called harlan's not sorry it's his own show it's just a list of shit he ain't sorry for (laughs) just so you know that is the 3476th most pop most popular hashtag on twitter Uh, sorry not sorry harlan's not sorry (laughs) that's his entire twitter account i punched a subway girl in the mouth today not sorry brother this has been fun it has can I shut this shit off yet? I've been, I thought you were cutting me off in mid-sentence anyway. Later. Again, not sorry.
Hey, I know he's not. No, okay. Hey, right. let me explain something to you. Yes. I walk around with a man purse that contains a DS. I have set up a system within my house to where I get street passes without ever leaving my house from all over the world. Mm-hmm. I love 3DS games. As a grown man, I played my first Pokemon game two months ago. I'm now on my third Pokemon game. I believe it. I'm going to go ahead and say this. And now, bear in mind the source. You are the nerdiest motherfucker I think I've ever met over this Dragon Ball Z shit. You need to I knock really that shit like off. Dragon Ball Z a lot. Nah, come on, now, we're consider be, the source. We're gonna be anime buddies. We're gonna pop some popcorn and watch some. Uh, this is literally, dude, but see, literally, this is literally. I don't even it, like Inuyasha. I only like Dragon Ball 